do it live. Yes. <laughs> All right. And thing. No, and that's it. We already started. Oh, that's really? it. Yep. Welcome <laughs> to the a very special holiday episode of uh, of the Eight Four Play podcast. I'm your host, Mark Gaming Jesus uh, MacDonald. And fair warning, right here at the top, before I, I introduce our cast for today, if you've somehow stumbled upon this or gotten it automatically downloaded into your iTunes feed. When we say very special holiday episode, we say that in the Japanese sense of the word, which is a little weird and off. Uh, what are we talking about today, uh, JJ, Mr. Epperson? Uh, we're eating uh, Christmas cake. Uh, fail. <laughs> um, I mean Monster Hunter, yes. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay, yes. So, yeah, this is, is an episode all about Monster Hunter, not just Monster Hunter Portable 3rd, which came out for the PSP. Uh, a couple weeks back, which we are going to talk extensively about, but about the series in general and everything. So, fair warning, and JJ, we should probably put the sound here of the uh, Devil Joe appearing or whatever. That, like, the alarm sound. <laughs> the warning sound. Because uh, from here on out, it's pretty much not a normal episode. It's just Monster Hunter. So, for God's sake, if that doesn't at least possibly interest you if you have no curiosity at all about probably maybe the most popular series running right now in J- Japanese gaming definitely mm. yeah. then then turn it off we won't feel bad we we, we don't we know it doesn't bother us i kind of feel bad be like that god yeah, yeah. No. but um but yeah so fair warning up front but so uh so joining me uh across from me we've got uh John, uh, generic fucking super rabbit, Ricciardi. <laughs> Thank you. Born out of... Um, is that something I said? or something? Yeah, it was something you just said, okay. yeah. I think you and JJ were arguing what... Who was it? What monster? Urukususu. Urukususu looks mm-hmm. either Urukuskus. like a koala... Which that's JJ Lingling Epperson to my right. <laughs> Wait, why am I Lingling? Because oh, you, you thought he looked like a panda. Okay. John's convinced. No, he's, he, looks... he looks like a koala, right? Right, koala. I'm koala. sorry. Yeah, <laughs> it's the same thing. They're yeah, all the same, yeah. right? Well, like, to I'll JJ, it probably is the same because he obviously can't tell the difference between a koala and a rabbit. So. You are blind, my friend. Shit, panda. That doesn't even factor into him at all, does it? Yeah, <laughs> no. He's most... I mean, he's white. All right. Well, fair enough. Um, we'll come back to that, by the way. Yeah, and so, rounding yeah. out the four of eight four is uh, Hiroko. I feel asleep, Minamoto, <laughs> who did yeah. in fact fall asleep. Hopefully, does it, not bode for this episode. But yeah, I fell asleep two times um, trying to play Monster Hunter. Twice, <laughs> twice. Wait, both times with Portable Third, or yep. really? Uh huh. Two nights in a row. Wait, so what happened there? You make How it sound th- bad though. Tell the whole story. Yeah. Okay, what? so first time um, I updated my PSP. Uh, charged my PSP, updated my PSP, and popped the game in. And um, it's kind of a pain in the butt, right? Yeah. Right. First yeah. time takes a while. Yeah. yeah. It's like it's like the PS3 and PSP. It's like okay, I'm you're like real excited to play this game. Okay. Right. Yeah. And then I finally got to install the game into the media. Right. And I was waiting for that to end, and that's where I fell, fell asleep. So and that's for <laughs> that's for faster loading, right? Yeah. And that, that takes mm-hmm. well, it t- we did it a bunch of times. Um, uh, it takes Alex, about ten minutes. Mr. Mm-hmm. Number five, um, uh, Alex, fuck you, Sony, uh, NL. <laughs> um, no. You did the, you installed it for a bunch of us here. What was it? Five? It was five minutes? Ten minutes? Uh, I did the most basic uh, media install, so it only took maybe ten minutes. The most basic was not there's like only Windows only Seven. One, right? yeah. There's yeah. only one. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I thought they were like. <laughs> it's ten minutes. Yeah, it's I, about ten minutes. I thought there were different things you could install depending on how big your memory stick was. Well, do you want to explain? We I feel bad. We didn't explain your uh, nickname last time you were on, Alex. What JJ did you just have a? Epiphany? Yeah, actually, he is kind of right. There is a basic install that's like 600 gigs, but as you get download content, 600 it gets megs. Meg. No, I'm sorry, megs. Yes, but it's <laughs> 600 gigs. <laughs> you, you need a terabyte hard yeah, drive. Too, you need to hook uh, your PSP up to a <laughs> USB uh, hard drive. And, but it gets bigger as you download new content it and gets up to like a 1.2 1. 1.8 or, or something like that yeah, yeah. Okay. whatever right and that's just because there's so much load. We're, we'll get into the basics of how a game works right. and stuff later but um anyway that's happening on a bunch of psp games recently mm. um metal gear being the most recent example but um alex back to your nickname so last time we didn't explain it let's take care of that first um you were jungle <laughs> and so real quick for people who haven't been hazed in the Japanese <laughs> dorm. What's that uh, all about? It is quite literally the burning of pubic hairs. <laughs> well, it's actually it's actually not literally that because that would be like pubic literally. fire or something. <laughs> uh, well, it's not literally that, but it is that. And it's uh, the burning of a bush, and it's done from <laughs> senpai, uh-huh. which are like the seniors in Japan, right? Mm-hmm. To kohai, who are their subordinates, their juniors. So it's not a reward. In other words, it's a. Is it like hazing? It, or it's what? a form of social bonding. Yeah, I see. <laughs> Did it bond you better to your? You still talk to your senpai? Uh, Can you be talking about this? Actually, is this not like a American fraternity thing where you're bound by some secret pact? I mean, in the world of cultural prejudice, I don't know. Alex okay. is going to show up in a dumpster next week. Fair enough. <laughs> I'm going to die. But back yeah. to, back All to right. this week's nickname. What's wrong with uh, what's your beef with Sony that you had just before the podcast? Uh, so Monster Hunter Portable Third. You can play it online, but you need a PS3. Um, and the, it's called Ad Hoc Party, I believe, right? Right, and, right. right. We're going to talk, we'll talk more about that later, but right. basically, but you have a PS3. I do. Well, whatever I, could be the problem. I was one of the first customers to buy a PS3 back when you needed two jobs to buy one. <laughs> <laughs> and my unit doesn't have Wi-Fi. Doesn't have Wi-Fi. So I can't. Get in on the party. Bummer. The Bummer. ad hoc party. You should be missing out on the ad hoc party. You got another job, man. Mm-hmm. But it does uh, still work. The PS3. Yeah. Your original launch unit still works. Oh, yeah. Very reliable. My okay. Wii's been broken. Mm. DS has been And it's broken. got backwards compatibility. Yes, that's why I still have it, and that's why I still don't have the there you go. model. Interesting. All right. Okay, well, let's, <clears throat> um, let's start at the start, then, on this. So, um... A lot of people, we're not, we definitely don't uh, profess to be super experts here. Definitely people listening to this know a lot more about Monster Hunter than we do. But we do know some stuff. We've played the series for a while. We worked on um, the Wii uh, game, Monster Hunter. Uh, yeah, uh, try. But um, for people who aren't familiar with the series, let's start the start. So who wants to, I have like notes I'll chime in on because there's a lot to kind of get but like if you were describing it to somebody who doesn't know what the hell monster hunter is like what would you guys basically like how do you sum it up and then let's go into actually how the game works that's a tough one man i mean mm. how would you describe monster hunter in the simplest terms it's 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 what is it's it's a hunting it's a four-player online rpg right like the way I explain it, which isn't really fair, but it's cheating, is it's basically like an evolution of PSO because a lot of people at least know what PSO is. Fan- Fantasy Star Fan- Online. <laughs> Sorry. Right. Yeah. Already excluding people. <laughs> right. Um, um, look it up. Um, 
Yeah, but I actually have a hard time explaining it to people. Like, I think that's one of its problems in in gaining bigger appeal, right? Is because it's kind of hard to explain. Well, let's. I think that the PSO is a good example. Let's let's get into it. So it's a it's a multiplayer online. I would call it an RPG, but it's not massively multiplayer. You right. Play up mm. into groups of up to four. Well, right. it, it is in some incarnations. The Frontier series is massively like you but have a hundred people, not. but it's not. You it's, have a hundred people in a lobby. That's you know, that's all that's a, massive yeah, about it. Though. Lobby does not count as a massive PSO has big lobbies too, but right. you're still going out in four person quests. So let, let's get into the basics how it works. So basically, you start off in a town, and in, in pretty yeah. much every game, you have a town, um, you have equipment, you have your armor and weapons, you select a quest, which is usually killing or capturing a monster, which is two different things, well, yeah. one particular monster. Or gathering some items. Collecting stuff, yeah. Yeah, more rarely. And then you set out into one of a number of uh, worlds, like basically levels, that all have a, a bunch of rooms. Again, this is this should be sounding a lot like Fantasy Star Online to people who, right. who know, except for this, you know, Fantasy Star Online, you just have a default boss. Whereas in Monster Hunter, the quote-unquote boss, the, the big monster that you're after, could be in any place in the level... And also moves about in the levels. And you can right. do other stuff besides just getting... It's not about getting to the end of the level and then killing the boss. It's right. about killing the boss or capturing the boss in under a time limit. Right? Right. Hmm. Sometimes doing other stuff as well. Sometimes fighting multiple bosses at once. Even not the ones that are your targets. So right. you can have extra extra bosses, right? right, that, right. Are, that are there. And the purpose behind doing all of this is not only you know some kind of points or money... Um, but also the big goal of everything is loot. Loot, yeah. That is that is actually, if we were to rewind this and do it over, I should have just said it's a loot game because yeah. ultimately that's what it is, right? It's basically all about loot and all about, I mean, the one unique thing about this that's very different from, well, different enough from PSO, I think, is that you are basically out to kill monsters in order to basically skin them and make your own gear. Right. Um, yeah, right. you're not actually getting the items. You're getting right. the materials getting for the, the materials items. to make the items. Right. And yeah. you and then also as a side adjunct, you are there is mining and farming, so to speak. Mm. You find yes. a re, different resource points. It might be like a group of flowers, it might be like a crack in a wall, it might be a bug <laughs> flying around. Could be a pile of monster shit. Could yeah. be a pile of monster <laughs> shit. And monster shit is an actual item. Very useful actually. Yeah. 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 Not, not called farm. monster shit, but yeah. It's Manure, basically. Well, it is actually called monster dung, but yeah. close enough. Close enough. But so basically, you sit there and you might have to use a pickaxe or a net or something. This is kind of familiar to people who play MMOs. Mm. And you Definitely. sit there at the point, grab a bunch of stuff. Um, you when you enter into the level, you come with a, a number of items. It's kind of a balancing act between how much you bring with you because you have a finite amount of space in your sack. Uh, right. And then you fill it up with this other stuff that you gather. Right. Um, Total re- resource gathering, I think, is another, like, resource management, I should say, is another kind of key word of the series, right? When you really boil it down, and when you really boil it down, I don't play Farmville, so I don't know a lot about it, but I know <laughs> roughly what it's like. And I have to imagine there are, like, aspects of those kind of, like, social games where you're doing a lot of resource management that are hand in hand with Monster Hunter. Mm-hmm. The only difference is Monster Hunter, you go out and right. you are a badass and you kill big things. But I mean, ultimately right. you're still doing the same thing at the end. Right. You're gathering it, and collecting and building. And you're totally scaring away any hardcore game. <laughs> <laughs> well, forget the Farmville reference. It's like, it's, like Di- it's like Diablo. You go out, you get loot, you come. Yeah, or or example, Warcraft. Yeah. You know, it's you go out, you get loot, 
You want more loot, so you go out and do it again. Yep. So yeah, so let's let's uh, finish on that that thread. So basically, not only do you get the the stuff from the resource points, but also from the monsters you kill, you carve off right. pieces of them, and it's it's uh, randomized to a bit about what you're gonna get. Mm. You might get a bone, you might get you know skin, you might get. Uh, you know, a tooth. You might get all kinds of different things. Right. Um, different monsters offer different things. You uh, finish the level by either killing or capturing, like we said, the big boss monster. Capturing it is hard. You basically it's harder. You have to weaken the monster and kind of know the signs. It starts slobbering. It looks like it's limping. It looks all beat up. Right. Then you like you know capture it with a trap or put it to sleep or whatever. Mm. And the whole purpose behind that, either way, you get a bunch of items from the monster. But if you capture it, you get more items, more you know. Not well, necessarily more, but different. There yeah. are different items you can get from capturing than there are from killing. Better. It's um, always better. I don't know if it's always better. It, which usually better. I know that. Well, I know that there are some times when you would want to kill it rather than mm. capture it. But, but maybe there's certain things that you'll only. It might be better items, but there are items that you would only get from capturing versus some that you only get from killing. But, but anyway, hmm. yeah. I don't know. There was items you only get from killing it. I don't know for a hundred percent sure. So, but yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> but the, the whole cap, the whole capturing thing kind of like outlines what makes Monster Hunter so fun. Is like. What Mark just said, you have to be watching the monster like these, you know, if he's drooling or limping or whatever. You don't actually see any health bars above any of the monsters. There's no... Right. Like, no so health that, bars is another big key right. thing that is awesome about Which this Which is series. why, like, you really have to watch and learn the monsters. It's like, you know... They have lots of tells that, right. you know, that they'll do that will make you, you know, you kind of... The more you fight them, the more you learn yeah. what on, their next move is going to be. On that tip, I would compare it to, like, Punch-Out, I think right. is the yeah. easy example. Mm. So you, you learn your opponent by fighting him over and over again and like you know when when uh somebody big monster like shakes its head it's about to charge or when it does like one um you know kind of flinging shoulder you know thrust it's going to do another in the opposite direction you kind of know and the monsters don't you know look super herky-jerky they look they move and animate pretty fluidly but you just kind of know you don't even it's not even like like mike tyson where they sit there and they blink at you and then like does the thing you just kind of you know fight the monster enough that you just kind of know instinctively okay one of my favorite tells just to like you know paint a picture is like this uh rathian it's this big dragon thing and it does this move where it spins, it flies up in the air and spins and hits you with its tail. It and, does like a t- uh, somersault, basically. Yeah, and it air. does poison damage or whatever. But the only way to tell that she's about to do it is that she steps back very slightly. Mm-hmm. Like you can just, it's like a fraction of a step. And if you see that, you'll know just to get, get out, out of the, of the center. Yeah, right. But it's, it's, it's very subtle, but very fun once you learn all the things and so i think uh, one of the big turnoffs and we'll get more into why people like it and why people don't because i think it's a very love it or hate it series is that um you kind of are locked into the controls were a big turnoff and those have gotten a little bit better recently at first Mm. but no matter what game you play you get locked into kind of these long animations once you start attacking right. as a player. And it's not like, you know, God of War or Devil May Cry where you're just linking together lots of little short moves. You're making these big sweeping gestures. I mean, a lot of it depends on the weapons, but right. you get locked into moves for seconds at a time, yep. which is actually a really long time in video games. And so that's why you have to know a few seconds ahead what the monster's exactly. doing because you yeah. commit yourself to, okay, I'm going to be, be here and be exposed right. So I, I think that is a big part of why the tells are important. And then the the other thing is you have um, you can dash or dodge and do those sorts of things. And there's like a um, 
a uh, what you would call it meter, like a uh, stamina, stamina meter. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, that if you get tired, then you move slower. You can't dodge. Um, and then the other resource you gotta just watch is like your weapon, which gets less sharp. You have to sharpen it. That takes time. And right. Keeps you stationary. Right. Um, but I, I think that's um, the general overview. And what you're doing with all that loot, like you mentioned, John, is you are building new weapons and armor yes. and stuff. And the cool part is they're designed really, really well. I yeah. think the design yeah. is a big selling point of this game mm. to where it looks like like I might you know not play with JJ for a few days mm. and then um, come back and see his new set of armor and know, oh shit, he's like he's got the, you know, Baratha or whatever like mm-hmm. set of right. uh, of armor. Just by looking at your, you know, helm and your thing, I can tell it kinda looks right. like it uses, you know, his big teeth or, you know, right, yeah. part of it and like his pelt is another part of it. It just looks like it could have actually been made with the parts Super of these badass. monsters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Agreed. Really cool, really well designed. So that's a huge part of it. It's like you go to the weaponsmith, the weaponsmith's all right, well I need three teeth, I need like a tear from a dragon, I need like three pelts, and I need this in order to and this much money in order to make this armor. And so you go out searching for those particular things. Yep. Like to farm them. So that's that's the loot, that's everything. Um yeah, we talked about um capturing and basically like this any of these games, you see kind of probably most of the levels within the first, you know, few hours, maybe the first 10 hours. Or I'm so. I'm 30 hours in and I've seen everything except for like whatever the last boss guys in. Actually, I meant to do that in the intro, so we should say so uh in the interest of of total um uh transparency, I am 1 hour 52 minutes <laughs> into Monster Hunter Portable 3rd. I've logged my fair share on on try, but yeah. Sure. But but so I'm going to be kind of, you know, the uh, the question guy. Hiroko also just got back from vacation, so and has been fall- very tired as she's uh, mentioned, she's falling asleep, but um, about 32 Hiroko, wake up, we're doing a podcast. About a half hour on her game clock. Um, Alex, who's the most new to the series, yes. this is your um, first Monster Hunter, right? Very. Uh, well, I played a little bit of G, but not nothing substantial. Right, and well, you're at nine hours twenty eight minutes, and yeah. uh, John, you just hit twenty six hours. Twenty six exactly. hours. Yes. JJ, Grand Champion, uh, winner, i.e., loser, um, <laughs> at uh, thirty hours and fourteen minutes. So just bear that in mind right. when we when we talk I, about. I, you stuff. know, it's kind of cheating because I have an hour long commute every day, so I get mm. like you know two hours of playtime in for free. So that's a big part of what uh, made the series popular. We have a question later about when the series got popular, which we'll talk about. But it's not any secret that like the portability of this game is like a huge key yep. to its success here in Japan and yeah. it's huge yeah. it's crazy mm-hmm. so like i mean look, give people a sense of what the what it was like like portable third mm. just came out december 1st it came out here in japan right. it was yeah. ridiculous it was mm. in the news it was all over the place there were people outside handing out like these like newspapers right. about it yeah. news yeah. flash um, monster hunter that morning um, all the stores there were lines i i tweeted about this on my blo- on my twitter but um, you know i live in a I mean, I, I, we all live in the city, but I mean, I live in a kind of quiet spot. And um, mm. walking to, to the train station that morning, there was this little hole-in-the-wall game shop, the the Geo. Yeah. And there's like, yeah. I've never seen anybody out there for Me anything. Wow. And there were 40-something people in line yeah. outside. Like, wow. At the Utenji Geo. So, really? Yeah, 40 people in line for Monster Hunter, there which was, is like unheard of. Yeah, there was a thing on... Uh, somebody Geo, somebody posted <laughs> a, a comparison of the line for Pokemon at... A, it might have been Yodobashi in, yes, in Osaka. In oh, yeah. was it, it was in Osaka? Yeah, it was Osaka. Osaka. Okay, Osaka. and then they had the Monster Hunter line, and it was like three times yeah, the length. And you right. were in line, right? Alex? Yes, I was in line from about 7 a.m. I I woke up at 5 a.m. that day, 
Right. Um, where where were you at? Where in line? Uh, Shinjuku. Okay. Which is kind of it's not known for games, but there's actually a lot of game shops there. And when I got to Big Camera, which, as Justin has said before, is the sort of like Best, Best Buy, Best Buy or Circuit City of Japan. Um, there were, Let's call it Best Buy. Yeah. At first, <laughs> you know, the, this store is weird because there is two floors where you could enter. I went to the first, the ground floor, and then there was no one there. So I knew something was wrong, and then I realized that everyone had been in line on this suspended kind of walkway that leads to their second floor. And right. they were easily maybe five or six hundred people in line already wow. it people, was really really long you saw a lot of psps i'm guessing people still playing uh, actually there were very few people uh playing in line oh and really my assumption would be is because they didn't want their batteries to die oh, <laughs> oh, they right. got the new game well to yeah, yeah. To, to give a further taste like you'll see people on the train playing oh, yeah. it all the yes, time yes. and you can always tell mm. because they're doing the claw right which which we're <laughs> the, also going to talk about yeah, the right. way that you hold the psp because of how the camera works is different yeah. with this game um, but you know you'll see groups of people while you're eating lunch like at any office building right. um, at the convenience store across the street right. people yeah. sitting there playing Monster Hunter in the yeah. convenience store yeah we, we, we know people like uh, our, our accountant the guy who helps out with the accountant yep. hadn't played games since really like since he was a teenager right and probably in his 30s now and yeah. just huge like not even casually into it like hundreds of hours yep. he's in his wow. 40s and like yeah he's a hardcore player. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's kind of a, a phenom in that, like, you mention it in America, and A, it's not popular, but B, it's such a crazy, hardcore, you know, out there thing. Right. Um, but here in Japan, it's like, it's strangely, you get the, it has the hardcore people, but it also has this weird... This weird casual crossover audience. Yes, tons of women play Monster yep. Hunter. Yeah, um, people in offices. It's like the thing to do is to go in the smoke room, which a lot of offices here have, and play Monster Hunter during your smoke breaks, mm-hmm. during your lunch breaks. Some people even set aside times where they actually basically go convene and play Monster Hunter, like during the workday. There are cafes yeah. dedicated. Well, wait, there are there are cafes like, dedicated to Monster yeah, Hunter. Right. Um, it was all over TV. It was all over the magazine. Right. Yeah. So Famitsu, the the big weekly video game magazine here, has something dedicated to it even like on the off months when it's not leading up to a game they have stuff on right. it when yeah. it does come out like they had a thing they have like you know they changed the release date last week they came out a day early just to come out on the same day as monster hunter right wow. they, there was a thing in there like profiling cafes for women to go like <laughs> recommended desserts to order in this right. cafe <laughs> like w- while you play monster hunter here's what it looks like here's a good seat to play you know play with your friend yeah. when you're playing monster hunter <laughs> or whatever it's, we need a field report on one of those, Alex, and yeah. they had they had a hundred page, a one hundred page Monster Hunter article. Well, I guess you wouldn't call it an article; it's yeah. more like a book, basically. Well, I mean, a hundred page insert, basically, for Monster Hunter. And it, it was out. all sorts of different things. They like interviewed famous people who play Monster Hunter. They had strategy guy, yeah. and all yeah. sorts of crazy Monster shit. Hunter jerky, Monster Hunter underwear, Monster yes. Hunter T shirts, Monster Hunter toys, et cetera, et cetera. So, what about Monster Hunter ice cream? Maybe that was just announced today. Wait, what? Really? Monster Monster Hunter popsicle. It's going to be released on January 11th. <laughs> what flavor is it? Wow. Uh, wow. Jimmy's Lemon, Honey and Lemon. Oh, oh. shit. Okay, because yeah. you get Gari honey. Right. <laughs> you get honey is one of the things yeah. you gather in the game that right. you use a lot. I mean, last year they had the the cup noodles, right? Yes. They did. Oh, yeah, yeah. they did. And they had, like, snack things at right. the community, right. too. So, yeah, it's ridiculously huge. So um, maybe, you know, if, if nothing else, maybe we can give a better uh, understanding of why, like, what this sort of appeal is, because I mm. think it eludes, like, a lot of people, especially if you casually pick it up. Um, 
Uh, Alex, actually, you, as somebody who just picked it up, have firsthand experienced this with this game. It is not a game... I mean, I think it's like Final Fantasy XI, where like the first eight, nine hours, especially if you don't have somebody showing you what to do and playing with you, it the game is just basically like impossible it's just right. it's hard it's inscrutable you don't know what's going on you don't know where to go it doesn't you know exactly. really lead you on that well i mean there's a really steep learning curve mm. so even because i'm new to the game and i was getting really discouraged uh, earlier this week because i had tried to beat this boss on my commute maybe five or six times and i just couldn't do it mm-hmm. you know i was wondering am i not attacking him wrong? correctly am I not strong enough yet right. do, do I, I not do I not have the right equipment right 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 because you know I have an hour long commute so it's pretty long and if I'm still in the same quest after 45 minutes I start to get a little <laughs> discouraged right mm. so that was my my Waterloo was uh, Furu Furu this guy this uh, Kezu Kezu yeah this is English name yeah. oh okay yeah. okay and like god damn that thing like I, <laughs> I mean i fought it so many times and like same deal it's like am i doing something wrong maybe i need to have better armor maybe i need to do whatever it's a little something different playing in japanese because i would know well maybe i'm just missing something in the japanese right right, but, right. Um, it's it's remarkable how popular this thing has become you know it means there's a millions of people who are willing to get past that level you know and into dedication mode exactly and i think a big part of that is because what you said or somebody just said is key is that you they have somebody to guide them along i tried to get into the series probably five times over the years and it was only last year with try that i was finally able to break through that barrier that kept stopping me Mm. and that was because basically jj played with me every day and like i was like i don't what is this this doesn't make sense he's like this is what that is and it's like oh now i get it okay i gotta do this gotta do that the game has never really done a good job of teaching you. Um, right. Try, try was probably try the was best. Try was the best one. And I think this new one, Portable Third, does a decent job as well. But even still, you have to get to like level two of like knowledge before it, you can really grasp on. Because like it doesn't it doesn't really lay out the super, super basic points. Like mm. just the really, really basic things you have to do. Like it should give you like a ten step, like you gotta do this, 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 this to clear a quest and get moving. Right. And it doesn't really do that. They're getting better with it though. They are. Like try like mm. you said, try and the new one, like they 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 have a a village is, is kind of like the offline portion of the game and they have a bunch of village quests that you can do that sort of guide you into the process. Mm-hmm. You have feline companions that play with you that you can take with you. They're like sort of uh, AI, right. you know, partners. Um, it's getting better. I still don't think it's there. Mm. Well, I, I still feel like you need somebody with you, basically. Yeah. Right. I think the, the the basic thing that most people like kind of give up on when they first play the game, and, and it's what I gave up on the first time, is like, You'll look at the the weapon choice and you'll be like, oh, there's this big fucking sword. I'm going to use the big fucking sword. <laughs> yeah, on. I made that or something. And you yeah. think you're going to walk in and be a badass. But the game, like, that is a big ass sword. And you are a human. <laughs> you are swinging that thing like it is weighs 100, you know, yeah, like 400 right. pounds. Yep. <laughs> and, you know, you probably won't hit a damn thing when you first start Except playing the game. Don't remind yeah, me. You, you, I mean, like, seriously, you, it's so frustrating. And I was yeah. just, when I, first, when I first played the game, I was like, well, why do people like this? You can't do shit in it. <laughs> why is it even there? Like, because, at the beginning? Because it is so strong and so, you know, powerful, whatever, that to compensate for that power, it has to be really slow. 
Well, that makes sense. But why is it right. there at the beginning? Oh, well, that well, every weapon because is because it's there an at the online focused yeah. game. You can't sort of hold stuff back. You have to let everybody. Like there are experienced players who right. want to just get in and do. They tried to do it and try. They kept the switch axe unavailable for a cup for a little bit. They, they, like, well, they only gave you two starting weapons, right? As but I mean, if to you, the full but if you array. played online, you could just get it ahead of time right. and get right into it because you know. You know, I for all of this about the learning curve, though, I think it's actually something that ends up ultimately being part of the appeal of yes. the game, like it, like in some MMOs and right. stuff. Is is that once you've been through this kind of tough, grueling initial thing, it's like boot camp. Yeah, mm-hmm. the it game is. kind of has you. It's like, yep. well, shit. I, I I'm now finally starting to get it, and mm-hmm. like I'm starting to like feel my characters getting better, and I like I understand it, and I'm getting powerful, and like right. that feeling is almost you know it's it's uh it's even more intense yeah, as the absolutely yeah you, as the trial yeah. is intense yeah. getting there. You have to get over that hump. The hump is really frustrating, and I mm. wanted to throw my controller so many times over the years like trying to get into it when i finally got over it and again it was try i fell in so much love with the game i am super hardcore addicted to it now because it's just so awesome once you know what you're doing like you know when you have to like pick your weapon and choose the right element and you know okay i'm going to this field so i got to bring these potions with me i gotta do this and that (laughs) all the planning involved and then going out there and then whooping ass on something really big and awesome and lifelike they're very very lifelike lifelike. Mm. feels amazing i mean the best thing in the world I mean, now, 10 hours in, I finally <clears throat> defeated my first boss. I don't know that person's or that oh, monster's name. Uh, oh, right? He's a yeah. blue bear who Winnie needs the honey. Yeah. Right. Winnie yeah. the blue. And I felt a sense of accomplishment, actually. <laughs> right. So why am I going to quit now if right. I have to think about it? Like, and that's that definitely way. a big part of it. And then loot, of course, is the thing that keeps you really um, coming back. But yeah. you are playing the same levels and killing the same monsters over and over and over yeah. again. I think one of the things that changes each time is if you're playing with other people, mm. is like the sense of cooperation yeah. and like saving each other's back. You know, you might totally somebody might you know try to distract the monster when somebody else is hurt. You you lay different traps that you can make for the monster right. to slow it or stun it down. You can kind of combine these things. It does make a difference working with a team of people who really know what they're doing, right. have complementary weapons. In that sense, it's a lot like an MMO, I'm sure, because you also have people who come out and are like your kind of blunt force like guy in the front, which is like me, or you have your kind of long-range guys like JJ who work better in the back with their bows or whatever. You have healing-type people. You might well, get That's certain- one thing I would say. It actually doesn't really have support type characters. No, it, it does. does though. So no, no, Try didn't really try have support. Trident and the, the earlier ones didn't really either. The portable ones do with the hunting horn, right? Because the hunting horn But you horn have a horn like, you can use like a few times, but not now it's no, like the a hunting, main thing. No, the hunting horn is like basically you can use it all the time and they've they've kind of enhanced it so you can actually use it while you're fighting, but you can buff right. Like you know, uh, attack, health, everything. But yeah. now it's a now it's a, like a legit weapon and not just like a side item, right? Well, I mean, it was a legit weapon in, in second and but second. But they definitely G. improved it. Another thing too that I didn't really realize until higher level play is that you know there are a lot of, like what I would do. I, I even though I was the hammer guy, which is like up front skull bashing dude. I was also a healer in Try a lot because what I did was I got equipment that when I took items it affected everybody. Right, right. right. So in a sense you kind of can play support roles like that too. Right, that 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 kind of stuff I think is great but I mean a lot of these other games it's like you just stay back and buff people. Right, you have make a them, mage yeah, or yeah, whatever. Make them stronger yeah. or right. heal them when they're hurt. In general that doesn't really happen in Monster Hunter. No. Right? Mm. I don't, I'm not experienced with the hunting horn yeah, and, and, and bow guns also have like healing and sharpening and right. You can bullets. shoot people. I liked doing that, and I liked uh, doing that as well. But that wasn't still wasn't really like a yeah, support role for right. people who have to. You still have to be in there fighting, hitting, and dodging the right. bad yeah, guy and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Um, 
Okay, well, um, so why don't we talk about um, uh, a little more about Portable Third then, um, since it just came out um, before. And we'll get into some questions that we uh, got from people over Twitter and stuff a little later. But um, should we take a quick break? Yeah, actually, let's take a break before we do that. Yeah. Um, why don't we take a break and then we'll come back uh, more on Monster Hunter and more on Portable Third. And we're back, and we're uh, talking about Monster Hunter Portable Third. Yay! Now, which we've been uh, touching on stuff more in general, but let's talk specifically about the new PSP game. Um, so it's selling really well. It sold about two and a half million. Yep. Um, somebody's going to lose a bet to me, I think, about this if he isn't such a wuss about it. Um, <laughs> yeah, he won't, well, he technically who, who is winning the Connect be? bet, right? Yeah, Mister uh, uh, Mister Ryan Payton. Um, <laughs> friend of the show um who uh he of x x he of koji Kojima productions <laughs> and currently of uh 343 studios there in seattle um we do these bets back and forth every once in a while and uh he a lot of steaks right yes <laughs> yeah steak dinner he won a steak dinner from me on um metal gear not selling uh, not making the top 10 or a hundred thousand actually uh, mm-hmm. in the npd numbers because of the PSP Go, uh, I'd like to say, but uh, <laughs> no, that's cool. I let it, I let it, I let it go. I let it go. But now he's trying to pull this. Um, oh, Monster Hunter Portable Third is not going to sell in like the, the first thirty-seven months. What Portable Second G sold or whatever. I don't, I don't know. I'm trying to Man. simplify it, but we'll see. Um, anyway, yeah, it's selling really well. Um, Fastest selling entry in the series so far. Right? Yep. And no surprise, it sold how many copies in this room? Six, probably. <laughs> There's only five of us. Right. So I'm actually surprised it hasn't sold more than it has. It sold like two point what was it two point one one million or something. Well, I mean, you can't find it. That's I know they, well, did, they, they sold did out, but it. I would have yeah. thought they would have printed more because they could have sold more right. easily. Then well, again, then, these these games they, they prove they really have legs, right? They yeah. they keep selling and right. selling. And the last game, it wasn't until like the best version, the the re-release kind of s- version of it that it, it it still sold tons more. Sold like right. another yeah. million copies. Yeah, it's yeah. completely ridiculous. So. Anyway, um, uh, we've been playing it a bit. Uh, like Alex mentioned, we had a couple. Um, th- it was a reason for all of us. I think none of us had ad hoc party for the PS3, did we? Before no, before this no, game, I didn't know. So what that is is uh, you can get it. You know, get it from the um, the PSN store. There, it's a free program for people who don't know that lets you take a game that only has infrastructure mode ad hoc mode Only ad hoc, hoc mode, mode. Uh, that's right yeah. I, I will never get those two straight there's the yeah, worst naming user. unfriendly terms I know so ridiculous <laughs> it's like the fucking move sub controller or right. whatever it's like Navigation name it something pad anyway um, that only has ad hoc mode and actually makes it I'm not even going to call it infrastructure just, just makes it where you can play online <laughs> right right it's amazing to me that for everything else that it has Monster Hunter Portable 3rd still does not have out of the box internet play Right. Mm. Ridiculous. Mm, why ridiculous, not? ridiculous, unforgivable, silly. What, JJ? 
Well, in Japan, most people don't play it online. That's why. I mean, yeah, people just forgive that for such a long time. That I think it does make sense in Japan. People are going to no, 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 it no, doesn't. In like, Japan, it doesn't make sense to have people have to download something on their PS3 because there are people who do it. That's true. Well, there, there are tons. Are, of so people let's who do just it. say five percent of people who play Monster Hunter do that or want to play online, which I think the number would actually be higher. That's still a sizable number, mm. and for the effort that it should be, I mean, games. Four years ago, five years ago, how long has the PSP been out? Right, <laughs> we're doing it no, on, totally, but online. You know, it's not like it's fucking rocket science. It's not rocket science, but they don't need to do it because they still think about it. If you're, if you're, I'm not talking about need to do it. It's obviously selling well. I'm talking right. about exactly. it's ridiculous. It's unforgivable. But it costs money, and it costs time. You know, it costs a lot of resources to do that, to manage servers and do all that. And for what? What are they getting back from? They're not going to sell that much. They're not going to sell probably any more from having it. They're going to sell the same amount. So why include it? They should charge for it. I'm not saying I, I want them to include it because right. I think it would do better they overseas would end up if doing they did. That. But why include it when it's going to call? You're going to sell the same amount either way. I think you include it as like you, you're, you're these are your customers. Like you mm-hmm. don't make them download something on the PS3, have their PS3 on at the same time, fucking have Skype on as well. I mean, think about like all the ridiculous lengths that you guys yet, went to to play. Do. It used to be worse when people were only using X-Link Kai. It's another sort of like, you know, right. it's like a not tunneling not authorized method. way to do yeah. it. Yeah, but right. again, and, and to keep going, like this is not, you know, if if you don't want those users to be online, you don't want to take any. It's 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 very short sighted, I think, to be like, well, this is just an offline game. We're not going to encourage people to play online. We're not going to encourage people to play with each other. Oh, I totally agree. I, 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 just, I, I think I just, it's a, from a misguided. business standpoint, and they are a business. As KJ Inafune said many times, they are you know run by business people. Uh, yeah, I, I can see that. why they wouldn't do it. It just. But I, I think even from a business standpoint, I think it's short sighted. Yeah, I agree. Like a part of. You know, a business point of view, like you, you should appreciate your customers and for adding um, support on it and, so. and build for the future, right? And yeah. build for build for you know not just a PC, you know, a, a massively multiplayer game, but try to get you know the consoles right. o- online playing more. I, I, I still well, don't I think I don't I don't think the majority of Japanese players care or want it. We're definitely not talking about the majority of people mm. or e- even mm. people now or, or In whatever. America, though. The majority I, of Japanese players do want to play with other people. Right, right. Yeah, so sure. you can't, it's like a chicken and the egg thing. You can't really say that everybody meets in, you know, in cafes and stuff like that. Like, of course, they want, it's more fun to do that on the couch, but sure. like, it's like Halo, right? Halo mm. 2, like, people fucking started playing it, even though Halo 1 was a in person social game. Um, I'm pretty sure they might also want to make that kind of a distinctive feature of their console entries. Because that is a good point. That's right. kind of a big business for them. You know? Right. Even for them to sell their console ones for 10 bucks a month right. or whatever it is, 15 mm. bucks a month. Yeah, that is a good point, actually. So, so they still, Frontier, which actually you guys played, before we get into Portable 3rd, I realized it's a little yeah. sidetracked here, but <laughs> Frontier uh, came out here. It's been out for the PC. It came out in, what, 2007? Way long ago. Seven. Yeah, 2007. Uh, for the PC, and but then came out in Japan only for the 360 right. last, actually this year. Right. Uh, you guys played that a bunch. What's what's that about? What's that like? <sighs> well, JJ played it a ton because he played it back on the PC when he was a teacher, right? Didn't you play it yeah, with like, your I students? Play, I, I didn't play it with my students. I just played it because I was curious. But um, okay. I, I, I did play it when it first came out on the PC, and it's radically different now than it was before because right. of patches and updates. Right. But it yeah, they is, update every few months and they call it a new season, right? So like yeah. right now, I think they're up to season nine. 
it's it's the problems with Frontier are what the problems are for any Asian MMO. It's just it's grind, grind, grind. You need considerably more materials to make anything, right? And it's just slow moving and like you know, especially now you've got a level to like HR one hundred to even start getting new content, you know, right? And also the three sixty. I, like, I'm gonna call it a lazy port because I watched you play it. Uh, <laughs> sure. I know you guys you know how, got all upset. If you want to know I... how lazy it is, I was playing in 1080i on my TV right. and I could not read a damn thing on the screen. <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, that happened. Had, Capcom had some bad. I had to shrink down to 480p to be able to read everything, <laughs> anything, and like there was just like menus all over my screen. I couldn't see shit. Okay. Okay. So uh, enough about. Sorry, I'm a little upset about that game. Enough about Frontier. Well, rightly so. Well, uh, what is Frontier though? Right. We. I mean, okay. But the other thing about Frontier too, too though, is that right. it's, it is online. It's yes. like it's it's supposed to be MMO like, but it's just a hundred people in a room or whatever. But the other big problem with it, I think, is that because we played what maybe thirty hours or so yeah. early before we just got tired of it, is that it's it's based on. DOS, which is Monster Hunter right. 2's game mm-hmm. systems, rather than 3. 3 evolved a lot from 2, and mm-hmm. like it's a much better game, much better gameplay, the monsters are smarter, everything about it is better, yeah. and yet this online version, which just came out, is based on an old game. So it's like, after we played Tribe, which we played for hundreds of hours, and yeah. then went back to this, it was like, this is not fun. The monsters are not that interesting, they're not that smart. Yeah, um, it's, yeah. It was just like going back in time, basically. Right. So you touch on something real quick that's very, I think, confusing to people, especially our listeners in the West, um, because the history of these, this series, it's not quite Final Fantasy bad, but like the naming and the different editions and stuff that have come out is kind of confusing. So real quick, <laughs> let's just clarify. So originally, the first Monster Hunter game came out for PS2 mm-hmm. in 2004. Did you review that? Or, I did, or? actually. Did. I, somebody did you like can, it? Uh, somebody can find what I wrote about it. I'd okay. be interested to see I'm myself. Sure Shane, I'm I sure Shane what I thought about it. <laughs> uh, I, I remember that and Outbra- Resident Evil Outbreak came out not too long after each other. Uh. And I was remember both, both games, it was like, these games could be amazing, but the online is broken. Right. I can't mm. remember if it was you couldn't chat online or what it was. You, it was some terrible... You, had to, you like, couldn't register. chat. You had to register through like Capcom.com's like Wong Portal, and it was a right. freaking nightmare. Didn't in the first Monster Hunter, didn't you have to use the right stick to swing your weapon? Yes, too? yes, yes, it was totally it was yeah, ridiculous. Which was right. a huge turnoff to right. wow. everybody. Um, and then so then in Japan, uh, Monster Hunter G came out, which is kind of like a dash championship edition. Yeah, whatever you it's an expansion, it. right? Yeah, right super, you know, turbo. Yeah, right, exactly. Um, that came out the next year in 2005, and then also came out on the Wii last Recently, year, yeah. which was odd, but um, yeah. had decent online. Yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, so, but what really made it uh, for the series was uh, the Monster Hunter Freedom came out. Um, it's called right. Freedom in the West, Monster Hunter Portable, Portable here. In, yeah. in Japan uh, on the PSP. That was also in 2005, and uh, that's when it really took off in Japan. Um Monster Hunter 2, Monster Hunter Dos for the PS2 came out in early 2006 then for the PS2 in Japan only. And never mm-hmm. came out in the U.S. Never either. came out in the U.S. Um, and then you've got Monster uh, Hunter Portable 2nd, or as it was called in the West, Monster Hunter Freedom 2 came out in 2007. Then Monster Hunter uh, Frontier was that same year. We mentioned that, which was released for the Xbox then next yeah. year. Confused yet? Uh, just wait. <laughs> and then, fine. And then we're getting near the end here. Monster Hunter Freedom, uh, Monster Hunter Portable Second G, 
which again is like a championship edition of that, was actually wildly popular. Right. Crazy popular. That's when it really took off. Right. It was already big, but that one, when it like totally blew up. Again for the PSP, that was... that's Freedom Unite. That's in the West known as Freedom Unite. Came out in 2008. Then finally, Monster Hunter Tri, or Monster Hunter 3, came out uh, 2009 in Japan, 2010 in America um, for the Wii, which was a, yeah, everybody was surprised. It was announced for PS3. Right. And then switched over to the Wii. There was yes. JJ shaking his very, head. Very many butt hurts. Um, <laughs> many butts were hurt that yeah. day. <laughs> um, and then finally, Monster Hunter Portable 3rd, uh, not announced for the West. Not um, yet. Yeah, yeah, not yet. I But... I can imagine it not coming. I can see it not yeah. happening yet because yeah. the PSP mm. market, which is such a shame. Because the PSP market, because PSP 2, everybody's talking about it. Right. Um, right. Like, mm. the, in Japan, it's a very different situation. You're still seeing, you know, AAA PSP games come out. Right. Not at all in the West. Um, the games haven't sold in the West, to be fair. I think mm. Try did uh, did okay. Try did reasonably res- okay. Yeah, yeah, thanks to us. Yeah, of course, yeah. 100%. <laughs> our, our, Mostly because of the localization. <laughs> yeah. I think it's right. safe to say. Yeah. Um, no, but it, it did get... That was the Keikaku all along. <laughs> <laughs> it, uh, it did get, you know, respectable numbers. Uh, Nintendo published it in Europe, did they? Or, or did they? co-market it? If anything, they, I know that, yeah, they co-marketed it all yeah. over. Yeah, in America as mm. well. I know right, that okay. Out, so, so um, it had a good marketing, too. The ads are yeah. funny, and, like, it was actually good for a change, I the have controller that, bundle. I like that dude, yeah, that big, that, uh, the, like, Lord of the Rings, like, wannabe guy. Yeah, yeah, look up the ads if you haven't seen him. He's like a, he's kind of like Irish. I forgot though, his right? name. Yeah. He's, like a, bro. he's like he a Viking a with an Irish accent or something. Right, yeah. right. <laughs> it doesn't have to make sense. Yeah. <laughs> so that brings us uh, to where we are. So, um, and where are we? Like, I, I mean, it, it hasn't changed a whole lot since the start of the series. It's refinements, refinements, refinements. Mm. So, would you guys uh, think it's safe to categorize this as just another like teensy like Pokemon like step forward? Same basic formula, same setup, same everything, just like slightly incrementally improved. <laughs> this in is what makes it so hard to talk about because like what you the you know the explanation of the series lineage you just gave like is perfectly like that's a good example of how horrible hard it is to explain this like. The thing is, it's a very minor evolution, I would say, of try. Right. But if you are coming from the PSP Freedom Unite to this, it's a big leap, I would say. Well, not right. a leap, but it's way more than Pokemon. Like, there's a lot yeah. of improvements to the game. <clears throat> oh, the I would disagree. The formula is the same. But, I mean, they added... First of all, it's way more accessible. Way more accessible. Why? Freedom How? Unite. Because they design the game in such a way that noobs can get into it and learn it, first of all. Which so the early before. quests are easier, or it's got a tutorial, or the, why? The tutorials make more sense. There's a lot less text. I mean, I don't know if you remember, but you were, like, reading books at the beginning of 2, mm. Freedom Portable 2. Actually, like, you were literally reading books. Literally reading books yeah. and magazines books or whatever. And it was yeah. like, well, it has books on uh, a I know, but this too. time, you, you know, it's with Try, what they did was they made that offline portion a tutorial itself like you go in and the the elder or whatever the village chief teaches you how to play the game and Mm. they carried that over in this one as well and i think that makes it way more accessible the beginning areas are easier as well um you're stronger offline than you are online which Mm. makes sense so you can actually go out and feel a little more badass without having to struggle as much as you used to Mm -hmm. um in a lot of ways they made it more accessible but you could um, choose any weapon from the start of the game, although in in second and second G you could do that also. Yeah, right. right. Yeah, I mean it, to to kind of categorize everything. There's there's a big, you know, there's Monster Hunter, Monster Hunter Dose, and Monster Hunter Try, and then from there there are little Monster Hunters. Right, right. On, born down. from those. 
And this trickles down from Try. Try, yes. And Try is by far the most accessible and, um, you know, I think playable of the three console versions. So let's, but it's very much still based on Try. Like, I mean, three quarters of the game is. Most of the content. Try is. Does anybody disagree? That I, I think that's exactly why Try got moved to Wii to begin with, because it was an easy port to PSP. If that right, was PS3, right. it wouldn't have been. Because they probably reused a lot of assets. That's what and we talked about. A yeah. lot of money when they first announced it. Yep. it. Just totally made sense. Yeah. Anyway. I mean, you know, what is it? Five of the six. I might be getting my numbers wrong. There's six areas, areas almost five of them are from Try. Yeah. I mean, they're slightly redesigned because Try had one big thing that's missing from Portable, which is underwater. Yeah. And thank God it's missing because... No, I miss it. No, no, no. no, no. no really? Try getting it with the P- fucking PSP controls. Oh, well, yeah, right. That's oh, why right. they removed course, it. So yeah. the, when but you could swim underwater, you have another axis. You could go up and down in addition to everything else. Right. And you have one analog stick on the PSP. So let's <laughs> talk about the claw. Okay. Let's talk about the game the controls. Claw. The claw. So so the claw dun, dun, dun. for people who don't know what you're doing um, is with your PSP. Try to imagine um, you're using the L trigger a lot, the shoulder button um, to recenter the camera behind if your you're character. Nerd. Right, tapping L will make the camera point in the direction you're looking. Your character is looking. Right, right. If but you're the fine camera controls are on the D pad. <laughs> Alex is laughing because all of us are sitting here on the table with our no hands one up, like can right. invisible see you. <laughs> That's why I'm describing right. it with my mouth. Follow along with us. Listeners. So um, the D pad is actually the, the fine camera movements which includes you know up and down on the d-pad uh, angling the camera up and mm-hmm. down and then you know left and right behind if you want to see what's going on behind you basically right you have to use the d-pad and when yeah. there are fucking like football stadium sized things <laughs> chasing after you right. a lot of time you want to see what's going on behind you so uh, in order to do it, you need to be moving at the same time. With so your thumb is taken up on the analog stick, mm. that leaves your index finger has to move down to the D pad and be able to hit left and right with the with the uh, on the with your index finger, which is not easy to do. Hence right. the Monster Hunter Claw because right. your thumb and it's called in, the Claw technique. Yeah. Does anybody know what they call it in Japan? No, I don't actually. No. I'd be curious what they call it here. Zakura. Zakura. That really pisses me off, though. What? I really don't like the claw. Yeah. It you hurts. get used to it. I, I mean, mean, it's you got to act like you're pressing the the buttons on the D-pad. You're not like resting your finger on it and then tilting it. You know, you're I would say you can't buttons. play high-level play if you can't do the claw. Yeah, like that's, right. I thought you could because I tried to... I, we were in 30 hours in now and I would say up till about 10 or 15 hours I was not using it. I was just tapping L to get around. Right. Then start fighting fast, big monsters. Forget it. But you isn't it like a Luke it. Skywalker Zen thing that once you're so good you don't have to look behind you. You know what the monster's doing. You don't even have to... I don't think that's to... it. I think the Zen comes from once, once you get to Luke Skywalker mode you can do it effortlessly. Like yeah. I can do it now without even thinking about it so right. I'm no longer struggling with it it used to be you'd hit the wrong button you'd move the camera up move the camera down whatever now I yeah. got it down basically there's a pain in your finger because you're stretching <laughs> right. your We're index finger higher right. up than you should be normally and so once you get over that you basically are like forming or breaking muscles in your finger right. I think and who doesn't do think it. that the touchpad on the back of the PSP2 is like partly responsible so they could have camera controls in Monster Hunter oh. I mean that is why they did it's it exactly right. Yeah. Speaking of PSP hardware, talk, John, a little bit about you got the Monster Hunter Portable Ooh, yeah. limited edition mm. PSP hardware that's actually different. It's different, yeah. It's What's got, different? Well, it's not hugely different, but it has, um, first of all, it's got a bigger battery. So the battery, like the back sides of it, um, it's hard to explain, but like the left and right sides where, you know, the parts you're holding um, stick out a little bit because the battery is actually bigger. It's a little extra grip. Lesson. 
But it actually, I, I thought that was going to be weird. Like, oh, I'm going to have this big bulky PSP. Actually, it feels more like a controller, so you yeah. can grip it better, which is really cool. And it lasts longer. It does last longer. Yeah, I don't know how much, but I mean, I haven't had to. Yeah, I haven't had any problems with the battery yet. Uh, the other thing is the analog stick is. Um, Man, I always get these backwards. Is it, is it concave? It's 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 inner. It goes yeah, the, the normal in PSP out, out stick, uh, uh, out stick, out analog <laughs> stick is like rounded on the outside, and this is rounded in, so you can grip it better. And it's actually very comfortable. I yeah. like, really like it. Not to mention, it's like really really nice looking PSP. It's like got a nice finish. It's not fingerprinty. It's gold on the outside. How, do, how does it little, feel like little paw mat, prints, little feline prints for the speakers? Um, it feels really nice. It feels really good. Um, yeah, and it also has a custom uh, Monster Hunter theme on the PSP when you when you. Ooh. Yeah, so. <laughs> Speaking, Speaking of little extras, what do you get in Portable Third? There's some kind of for people who transfer their character yes. over ah. from uh, Portable Second G. What exactly? You get uh, literally a cat helmet. <laughs> yeah. Halo. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Actually, you get uh, well, you get um, a set of armor for your one of your cats, right? right. So that looks like uh-huh. the armor from Second G, the the snowy kind of right. The mofu, 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 mofu. I forget. I don't know what that's called in English. Actually, and if you really if you have the uh, uh, what is it, Poka Poka Airumura, it's like this kind of the Animal Crossing like spinoff, right? Uh, you get like a crazy cat head. Uh, that looks like you know one of the more cartoony character arts from that game. Right. Oh, amazing. And you also get a badge. Uh, you get a badge. Mm. A badge. <laughs> um, the badges that are in the game. Um, I mean, the, the guild card. Guild cards in the portable versions are something right. that's really cool. They contain tons of data of mm-hmm. what you've did, like how much you've used each weapon, which monsters you fought, all this different information. I think it's like seven pages of information, and you get awards, which are basically like achievements. And one of them is. Uh, just an award that basically says you played 2G and then it, it actually says what you did, like how many hours you played, how many quests you completed, and mm-hmm. stuff. So that's kind of cool. If you put mm-hmm. a lot of time in the previous game, it you right. know, keeps track of it for you. And guild cards, for people who don't know, <clears throat> so those serve a couple purposes in the game. Like on the on the Wii game, that served the purpose of finding somebody while you were online. Right. And it was right. nowhere near as elaborate as it is in The Wii third. was like nothing. Yeah, yeah. They had like hardly any info. But in, in, in Portable 30, you have all that information. But also, one thing that I didn't know about until we played, which I thought was cool... Once you trade that with people, yeah. um, they are kind of in your game, whether you play single player or not. Yeah. Right. Not so much that they play with you, but they are like... So this takes place in like a hot springs resort mm-hmm. um, in right. Onsen. This game, the main village, um, is there. And before you go out questing, you can like soak in a hot bath and get buffed. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Different kind of buffs from it. The hot spring takes the place of eating, basically, which was in the previous game. Right, right. right. Or, yeah, there have been, like, d- different various ways of doing that before you went out mm-hmm. questing. But sometimes, like, just ch- you'll see uh, one of your other players that's just chilling in the in the bath there. Um, right, right. Yeah. And they'll give you items they from time to time. They give you items sometimes. Yeah. They'll be it's it's very much like Dragon Quest Nine. They're very right. much cashing in on that whole sort of deal. Is there any other purpose behind the guild card, behind trading guild cards? Uh, you, you know, I think there might be an achievement if you get, like, a few. I don't know. I don't know, but it's just to compare information, you know, see what your friends have done and, you know, try and top it in a way. I mean, right. it's pretty yeah. much all it is, I think. They do right. update automatically, by the way. Oh, they do? You don't That's have to, great. Like, once you trade it oh, with good. someone, if I play with them again, your card updates. Because yeah. you can, in your guild card, you can set a little picture where you're, like, dancing with your cats. And <laughs> <laughs> right. Some, and you where you are where dancing with Yeah. You, you can, can leave a comment. I'm dancing with my cats. I have my Twitter name and my account. John can follow me on Twitter. So, Speaking of the cats, so the felines, which um, have been a uh, part of the series 
for, right. for yes. a, a They used long to be time. enemies, and then in yeah. second G, they became your partner. Mm-hmm. And then in Tri, they turned it from the felines into Cha-Cha, who was kind of like... Well, Cha-Cha was, was awesome, but was never awesome. mind that. Anyway. But, and now you can have two felines. So you have like a three-person party when you're going. And you can equip them. now you can them. equip them, which yeah. is the big deal. So they get their own gear, which is cool. Which is probably my favorite thing in the game like i love dressing my cats yesterday <laughs> yesterday we fought this uh, giganox is this poison uh monster that has no eyes and he's, he's really gross um and if you get his cat armor it's like a little bat so like i have a <laughs> little, has, like, little wings on his back. <laughs> yeah it's awesome yeah it's cute yeah, it's, yeah, so it's awesome. really cool it's just like i find myself up- upgrading my cat's armor more than my armor so and they they this is when you're playing by yourself or if you play with one other person right you yes. both can you have can each one, bring one cat each one cat for a, a four person quote-unquote person party right but if you're by yourself you have two they yes. fight alongside you yeah they will heal you they will attack mm-hmm. the monster they'll you, yeah they'll buff you they'll there's different even, types too there's like there's some of them use boomerangs some of them specialize in fighting up close bombs, some of them yeah. use um bombs which they throw like barrel bombs and stuff so there's different types you can some use. of them can even like if you get the right skill they'll lay traps for you really which is Very i'm nice. saving up for that it's, it's gonna be awesome sorry <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that that's actually another way that they made the game more accessible because now mm. if you play one player if you're alone or you have like no friends or whatever you can still go out with two other <laughs> well cats i don't know not people and they will help you and it actually makes the game a lot more playable so are yeah. they not how are the cats how's the ai are they not dying are they not doing annoying stuff you Do know, they heal you when you need it Actually, like compared to Cha Cha, they are a lot more involved. They're smarter, right? I yeah, think I feel like Cha Cha was kind of just like jump, like fucking around. I think you had to level Cha Cha <laughs> up a lot to make him <laughs> useful, and he died a lot. But yeah. my cats don't die very often. But yeah, they are actually very involved, and they'll like you know throw bomb. My I have two bomb throwing cats, and uh, you know one of them has this thing called like a feline bomb, which is if it's applied to a monster, like cats will attack other cats, not my cats. The annoying will cats. come out and 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 fight alongside you. Oh, cool. And it does that fairly, fairly often. It's and it helped me uh, in more than one occasion. Okay. Well, so yeah, they're they're actually a really great addition. I think okay. you can also send them out on quests. So you know you can um, you can scout for new cats at the, the, the cat guy. I don't know what he's called. And um, I think it's an old lady, but whatever it is, <laughs> and uh, you can't really tell. Yeah. And um, one of the new things, which I think they this is sort of in the in the off the Animal Crossing offshoot too, but you basically can on the on your farm, you can send cats out on quests. They're, they have their own like little their own little quest board and their own little quests and I don't know if they actually clear the quests but they go out on them basically and then come back and bring you materials and stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. So <laughs> that's cute. Yeah, it's a big part yeah. of the farm, which is yeah. actually a big part of play. So and you can name them. Yep. And, yes. Yeah. Like you said, dress them up, yes. and <laughs> they're your little Barbies. I used to have I, my old cat armor. Sorry to keep talking about cat armor. It was <laughs> he was wearing he was wearing a sombrero and he I had, saw that he, he had, had a little mustache. Yeah, dark glasses and this huge handlebar mustache. <laughs> yeah, it was so awesome. Like I didn't want to change it, but I had to upgrade. Yeah, I thought that was hilarious. That was the first time yeah. we played online. I was like, oh my god, look at JJ's cat. <laughs> yeah. Girlfriend, uh-huh. like yeah, little sombrero, tiny little like fucking five pixel, right. big little yeah. mustache, but you uh-huh. can tell what yeah. it was. It just yeah. That's I the- don't know why, but I name my cats after Sopranos characters. <laughs> so like my two main cats that travel with me are Polly and Silvio. I know. I was just like yeah. John John's got the Jersey Shore cats. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, other new stuff. So w- would you say that that's then the biggest addition is these like AI partners? Yeah, I, I would two say two AI partners instead of I one. I would say that's the biggest change. Yeah, I mean like you know there were AI partners in Second G, but having two is like kind of it kind of changes the way you play offline. Does their armor take less stuff than yours? Yeah, you and actually when you make your own armor, you get junk, and you can take that junk to buy 
cat armor and weapons. Okay. Yeah, it's like when you get your own sets, it's sort of like supplementary to those. Yeah. Okay, well, what else? What other real big uh, differences or as big of differences as there are? Well, it depends well, on this, what you're comparing it exactly, to, Exactly, right? because if you're coming from Try, what this basically is is like Try light. I mean, well, it's not even light. It's just that they took a lot of Try and repurposed it for this game. So, mm. like JJ said, five of the six maps are from Try. Like I said, slightly redesigned because they don't have underwater sections anymore. How's the new map? The one new map? The one new map is really nice. Uh, yeah, the mountain it's, stream. It's very it's, pretty. It's, yeah, it looks really good. Okay. Um, what about yeah. the new What about the new weapons? The different weapons? Well, so there's no actually quote-unquote new weapons. Right. It's all the old weapons, and now you can also use a slash axe. Switch axe. Um, yeah, switch Wait, axe. Oh, yeah, okay. The gun lance was old. And yeah, but right, the, the, those there. old weapons that weren't in Tri have been tweaked quite a bit. Right. Even the ones that were in Try have been tweaked slightly. But like, yeah. if you hadn't played Try and you're coming from Freedom Unite, there's big changes in a lot mm. of the weapons for the better. So right. for people who don't know, the different weapons is a big part of the uh, the game. Mm. Um, the the trade off is generally speed for power. Yeah, I would you, say so. Yeah, yeah, it's like a sliding scale. You get one or the other. Um, the real slow weapons, you have to be up close, hit hard, right. and the ones that are further away, like the bow and stuff, are weaker. But they, you can get away. You're shooting yeah. from longer range, et cetera, et cetera. Mm. Lots of different weapons. What, what's your guys' weapon of choice and why? What, any remarks about the the weapons in this one? Uh, so I was a lancer in try, and I, I, lance was easily the best weapon in try. I don't want to even argue about it. But it <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, Switch it, axe no, was, no, it was lance. You're high. <laughs> and lance was so high. Cool, but yeah. the thing about the lance was that it was a very finesse weapon. You could like step around monsters and like avoid hits. It was a really awesome weapon. I, actually, you just kind of stood there and then defended while stuff attacked whatever, you. That's what you did. Whatever. That's Anyways. what you did. No, <laughs> Switch actually were rolling left and right. You couldn't fucking. You couldn't. <laughs> you couldn't take like a charge from. It's a, true. It's true. But like with the lance, you would lance just stand is a very there. poke, poke, like sit there, hide behind your shield, and poke. Man, yeah. you, you guys, I guess you yeah. guys. Well, have I'm to not see dogging it. I think it was cool. I, mean, I am dogging it. <laughs> but but so cool. I switched over to the bow for this time because, like, you know, I don't know. Range sounds fun. It's a different. It's a change from the lance. And before the bow, I feel like was a really boring weapon. Like you had one attack, and like you know three different, diff- you know three different versions of it. Like you could have a, a wide attack. Uh, a straight attack or an attack that goes through enemies, which is like extremely boring. You're just standing back and you're like yeah. pressing A over and over again. But they added this like kind of uh, death from above attack now, where like you will, there's three different types there's a focus, a spread, and then a missile attack. And like, so I'm standing back, everybody's fighting, and like I, I shoot my bow up in the air, and this giant missile just comes down and explodes on the You basically mob this, though. You yeah. need to know the distance really well in order to do well, it. Well, it, it shows a little circle, so you'll know, but you, okay. it, like, you have like an aiming point for you the target. Kind of, you, you, you need to be a really good distance away, and you know, you need to know how, where the monster moves and right, all that kind of thing be. to actually hit him effectively. But yeah, it's so far it's been a very fun uh, weapon. I want to try the uh, hunt horn because i hear it's changed quite a bit but. yeah i'm super curious about that too yeah, yeah. i tried uh the gun lance which yeah. um i guess is very much like the lance was and try you yeah, I, i'm very used to the uh, switch axe and like rolling left and right and dodging right. and stuff and you have to you can step left and right but you have to do it only after you do certain things mm. it was very strong i just wasn't used to just 
defending so much. I wasn't mm. used to just sitting there and taking it. I'm usually I'm used to like rolling left, running around, like that sort right. of thing. So it's a different play style. I'm I'm interested to do it, and it was really strong, and it was cool to just sit there and boom, you're like shooting yeah. bullets, and you reload basically your lance and right. And then the, the gun lance has actually become a lot more active since uh, Second G because you can re you you used to couldn't be uh, you used to couldn't be able to uh, reload <laughs> English. What, not is, a big deal. what, what does that even mean? Uh, reload after you attack you'd have to like go off somewhere reload and then right. go back in now you can like attack reload and it's start attacking quick. like you're it's a, it's a lot faster weapon now mm. than it used to be and uh it's, it's a lot more fun because of it i think yeah well i switched to the switch x again and i'm i'm feeling more comfortable but yeah, yeah i think I'm, i've tried that's to, what you played most to try with right that's what right. most to try with and i did some gunning as well which is definitely like a learned uh skill um yeah. Because you're doing it a lot of times from first person, right? Um, and you're healing people more with that. Um, they improved those a lot uh, as well. Um, I don't know the actual specifics of it though, but I hear they're a lot better than they were in Try. So, and and like we said, we've been playing uh, online using ad hoc party. Um, John, mm. you got a Bluetooth uh, headset even wow. yeah. in order yeah. to get one of those. I haven't used it yet because I'm still waiting for JJ to get his. But hey, I'm not made of it's money. It's such a pain in the ass to talk to people on Ad Hoc Party. Like, I don't know if any, but if you've ever tried it, it works on other games too. But it's got the Monster Hunter Try style keyboard where you can type like <laughs> 10 characters in a line and then you have to hit enter before you can go to the next and line. And it's got the craziest censoring. Like, I can't say entering. I know. It censors out, it censors <laughs> out yeah. the Turing. That's I don't know. What, like, is, what Turkish, is Turing? That means like yeah. your grandmother's ass. Like, <laughs> I think I, I, I could say God damn, but I could not say entering. Yeah, right. it was right. really weird. But it's terrible. The design is awful. Awful. But yeah. it's the only way you can play online. Yeah. So. You and have the, to press enter to go to a new line. You have to press There's space the, to open yeah. up the console to begin with, and then you got to type, and then oh, you have to... God, but um, they, they did that. the Japan. It works. This game works on either version. U.S. Ad Hoc Party, Japanese Ad Hoc Party. Mm-hmm. But the Japanese one got a Monster Hunter update the day the game came out, and it's yes. got all Monster Hunter music and backgrounds and everything. It's very Monster Hunter. Yeah. Right. Um, right. Um, all right. Well, um, there's there's more actually, to talk wait, about. You didn't, I, I'm just curious, Hiroko, what weapon did you choose? I know you have only slept <laughs> mostly, but... Oh, well, I don't know. Like, the first weapon that it was equipping? <laughs> you just you just took a sword and shield? Oh. I okay. guess so, I see. Yeah. So you didn't put a lot of thought into it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sleep, sleep. Okay. Well, and that, and this week's Famitsu, one of the famous guys who promotes the game. He's a comedian. He's got like over 5,000 hours logged in the game. Him and a bunch of his comedian buddies, they had a drawing where they put a, all the weapons in a box and then drew what weapons oh, they were going to play as. Oh, it's kind of cool. Is, yeah, it's a fun idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wish we would have thought of that before we started. <laughs> I, well, I'm a hammer guy, yeah. so I don't know. But <laughs> That's so you only ever use the hammer. No, I used the switch axe before and I used a uh, longsword, but I mean, I mainly, I just like the hammer. Hammer is awesome. Up the in your feeling face, of a like, giant crushing. Because they made hands. the hammer better in try, and especially in this one, where ev- basically every hit does KO damage, which means yeah. like if you get up in a monster's face and can hit him, I can't block, so I'm basically there to get you know attacked if, I, right. if, if it happens but if you smash them enough in their face they'll get knocked out or you know you can you can dizzy yeah. them and it's it's really really useful so all right well let's there's more to talk about but let's get into we solicited uh questions at our uh twitter account let's give out our twitter accounts real fast this was at eight four play um uh what else i'm at mark mcd i'm at sporsk s-p-r-s-k i'm at um hiroko eight four I'm at John TV. And I'm at CVX Freak. Not going to give out your secret one, huh? 
<laughs> still. No, that's cool. It is. Beep. Right. Yeah, don't worry about it. So, um, yeah, let's get into these, and I think this will cover like a lot of ground uh, that we would get into otherwise. So, um, let's see. Hacker Alias. That's right. We're saying it. Fuck you, whoever. <laughs> whoever didn't like it. That one guy. wrote in that we're too much like Player One Podcast. We like those guys. So, um, anyway, Hacker Alias uh, Zalathar writes, uh, someone who's never played Monster Hunter or Monster Hunter Portable yeah, what's the weird controller grip everybody keeps mentioning? That's well, the, the that's the claw. claw. Yeah, we yeah. talked about it. Yeah, we talked about. So, uh, yeah, basically, you kind of got to get used to it. You don't need to get used to it on the console ones. Console no. one came with Controller Pro. It works, yeah, it was great. Works absolutely fantastic. Yeah, you can use a Wii controller even if you want to. But yeah, on the PSP, if you want to try out Freedom or Freedom Unite, uh, you'll probably want to sooner or later get at it. Um, Hacker alias Kazumatsuri, our friend, uh, Brad Douglas, is wondering about Monster Hunter Portable 3rd for dummies. What weapons do you suggest a noob start with, etc.? Like, what's your guys' advice for people just just starting off? Either with Portable 3rd... Well, let, let's talk about specifically about uh, Portable 3rd, and yeah. then maybe give some uh, Freedom Unite tips for people mm. in the West who want to just pick up... You know, I kind of... I think I would suggest the Gun Lance, because it's kind of... Really? Yeah, well, I mean, A, you can block. Which is, you know, not as frustrating. Right. And B, it's like, you know, it's kind of got a wow factor because you can blow shit up. True. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess. I mean, but if you're talking about really beginner, like noob, I, obviously I think it's sword and shield. Like, that's kind of what that right. weapon is for. But I feel, it's, I feel it's, like the sword and shield is too weak. Like, a lot of people will be like, oh, fuck, I can't beat I'm anything. Not doing anything. Might, yeah, yeah. It, might be, it might be hard to, yeah, yeah. maybe. The sword and shield is, is actually kind of a, a specialty weapon. It, it's good for, like, uh, poisoning and paralyzing and stuff right, like that. Right, but you can block yeah. with your shield. Yeah. And, yeah. You can get, you know, you can attack relatively quickly. You know, there's not a lot of, like, it won't frustrate you incredibly if you're new, basically. But right. you'll soon want to evolve to something better. Yeah. Well, maybe. Well, secondary, secondary choice, I would say um, switch axe, just because mm. you can roll around. It's relatively fast but relatively strong i think it's got a good balance of everything yeah yeah it's a fun weapon to use too and it's fun and it looks fucking cool and badass and true it's got it's got when you're ready for it it's got a uh, little bit of subtleties like switching to the axe and yeah. doing all that kind of stuff so uh hacker alias Alikchan, um how are the camera controls compared to the past games better or worse this is a big beef that a lot of people have the same yeah yeah uh, pretty much right? exactly Back to the C C question one about the claw, basically. Right. Like you're gonna right. have to be using that claw. Um, wow. Uh, <laughs> uh, hacker alias Hindu cows. Question: What is Monster Hunter? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, you listened I, to this episode. Yeah, we so just gave that's, that's basically the what the last hour was. Boss rush. Thank you for calling. Um, all right. Uh, so here's one from uh, Hacker alias the One Console, our friend uh, over at Super Brothers. Um, so what's the appeal of Monster Hunter for you folks? Uh, can you describe a moment where it clicked for you? Uh, I think we talked a little bit about it taking 10 hours and such, but right. to you guys, JJ, what is it when you saw your first uh, feline wearing his uh, <laughs> his new hat that you made for him? No, or? I mean, it's like, it's it's the point where you can see the monster and then just know what's going on. Like, you can see... You know, what I said earlier about that step back, you know, it's like right. when you can see those subtleties and then take advantage of them. Like when I first got that like experience, it just felt like, you know, you feel like a, a total badass and right. you've just got like this this powerful feeling and 
No game has ever made me feel like a badass more yeah. than Monster Hunter. No, no, like, I, like literally, <laughs> uh, not literally. Honestly, like I feel like there's no game that that embodies that kind of feeling better than this yep. game. I, I would say for me, it was it didn't really truly click. I'd played the portable games. I'd reviewed a bunch of them, um, and and I think that they were okay games. I think Try was definitely a big step up. Yeah. Part of that was really the online play and being able to play with other people. That was part of what made it click. Um, another was playing with you, JJ, and Skyping when we could talk and play yeah. at the same time. Yeah. After uh, we were in the office for like till like eleven o'clock, and then we came right. home. We were like working on the game all right. day, basically, and then we would come home. Did yeah. we ever tell that story on the podcast? I don't I know. Think like, we did. Maybe we did. Yeah, yeah. We would. We would basically use Monster Hunter to like relieve stress from working on Monster Hunter. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. But but I think a big turning point for me was when I got my first set of armor, and I don't even remember if it was Kurupeko or or what it was. It might have been Jag, uh, Dos Jaggy. Great Jaggy. Great yeah. Jaggy. What, what was your first armor? I, I can't remember. My oh. first set of armor. My but, first armor. But, you know, you get powers when you get... Um, skills. Yeah, you get yeah. skills, different um, abilities when you get this set of armor. And, like, getting that and also just looking really cool. And then I got this right. mask that, that looked like a... You got like the Jaggy, Jaggy mask, mask. Right, <laughs> yeah. right. Which like, is from a special download quest. Yeah. yeah, it was hard to get and it was very distinctive and it was just like, holy shit, like I just want to play for other people to see this. Like, yeah. Not even consciously thinking that, but just kind of being like, oh, cool. Like I want to like get on and play with JJ and like just have him see this. That's, I think, when it when it clicked for me personally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I think for me it was probably, it usually is, like every game it comes around to the first time I fight Rathian, which is, I think we mentioned her earlier, but there's like these two main sort of dragon enemies, um, Rathian and Rathalos. Right. The female and male variants of this dragon. And, um, you know, Rathian's the first one you usually fight. And every time I beat Rathian for the first time, it is the most awesome feeling in the world. Because, you know, she's the first like really kind of badass monster you fight. I mean, they're all tough, but she's the first one that you're like... You're like you gotta step back when you first see her. You're right. Like, oh, man, when she screams, tough. it's like when she screams, you're like shit. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the first time I beat her was amazing, and that's kind of what happened. We just beat her. So last night we ranked up to HR two, which is um, it's not like try where you rank up a lot. And this one, you know, you rank. There's probably nine HRs. I'm assuming we mm. don't even know, but you, you know, it takes a while to rank up. And um, we ranked up, and the first thing we did was fight Rathian and then beat her, and it was yeah. awesome. We yep. felt so good. Mm. That's probably it for me. Okay. Um and next question from Hacker Alias Silent Dante. Uh, can you cover the game a bit from the aspect of a player who mostly be playing alone? Is it worth it to do that? Yeah, actually, try uh, not try. I'm sorry. Third is probably one of the best to play alone because you've got your cats with you. Because of all the whole cat thing we talked yeah, about. Yeah. What about what about try? What would you guys say? Because I would tr- probably say. I mean, of course, you can play it online. I would mm. probably say if you're gonna play it solo. I don't know, like... Yeah, to be honest, and actually, there's a lot of content that doesn't even exist on uh, offline. Right. There, there, are, there are whole bosses you'll never even see if you... Well, there's one boss online. you won't see online either, True, to be fair, true, but. yeah, but... Yeah, you'll never see Double Joe. I think with Try, like, you know, you don't get... Cha-Cha is your one helper in Try, and you don't get him for a little while, so it's a little bit harder to get into. With Portable 3rd, right from the start, you can get your two feline mm-hmm. helpers, and you can start playing with them offline. Let's talk, what about, what else are you missing, not getting online in Portable 3rd? There's uh, downloadable quests, right? You guys yeah. tried the... the arena f- quests. Yeah. Um, yeah. Famitsu quests you guys tried? There's, like, different quests yeah. that are every right. week, is yeah, it? Yeah, or? Yeah. Every week, yeah. Every, every Friday, I think. Every so, Friday. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the, there was two yeah. at the beginning. There was one available right from launch, which was uh, I, which was hard. We tried it once, and it was too much. It was, like, three monsters in a row in the arena, three of the new ones, and it was too tough at the time. We could probably handle it now. 
Uh, and then another one was a Famitsu quest where you had to, you can't wear armor. So you can only bring your weapon and you're in your like underwear basically yeah. fighting like 20 monsters or whatever. So it was With kind of fun. 20 boars. 20, basically. 20, yeah. Uh, <laughs> what are they called in English? Bullfango. Bullfango. Yeah. yeah. It was a really um, shitty, boring quest basically. Uh, it's not super boring. It's kind of fun because you're naked. You're basically, it's harder. You know what I mean? It's more difficult right. to play. Right. But, um, you All know, right. if you beat that quest, then you get tickets, which you can use towards a special item that you can't normally get. So right. that's the appeal of those download quests. Okay. Um, here's one from Hagrelius G7GA7. Uh, so World of Warcraft Cataclysm and Monster Hunter Portable 3rd are roughly releasing around the same time. From your experience, and you being JJ probably, because yeah. you're the only real uh, Warcraft experienced person here, mm. what are things that would uh, make a wow only player uh interested would a wow on yes actually be? i i like because actually i've played wow more than i have played monster Hunter. believe it or not how many hours have you played wow oh god uh, you know i got the 60 I, I played it in the beta all the way up to like maybe a year out i got to level 60 i was raiding so you were there at the beginning yeah and then recently um with uh uh, uh the last expansion i got to level okay 80. no one cares what <laughs> anyway but yeah so basically you can divide wild players into two different groups people who think the game ends when you get to well level 85 now when you get to the end of the game and people say the game begins, begins at, level, at that point right right yeah. and the people who you know this game has a little bit of something for both of those people basically people who want to be doing new stuff all the time and people who don't mind doing the same thing over and over again as long as they're getting perfecting well there's that and up until the very end of the game like the combat and everything is is uh, wow i'm sorry is is fairly simple you just attack until the guy dies but once you get to the highest level the bosses kind of become like puzzles so like they'll have different phases and like people will be moving around the room you've got to orchestrate all this stuff and it's very involved right and it's much like the maybe the the monster hunter bosses are a little less involved but it's the Definitely same kind of way less involved. It's kind of it, it's it incorporates the same kind of teamwork and planning and stuff like that that Endgame WoW does, and it also has all the the loot whoring and gear right. that you know WoW also does, and it's got better looking loot. To be but WoW honest. gets incredibly seriously, ridiculously complicated, right? Especially at really high levels. I mean, Monster yeah. Hunter gets you know it gets hard and right. it gets you got to know what you're doing, but it doesn't get like crazy right it's not as as crazy but i think there's a lot more dexterity and you know skill skill involved i mean which in uh in monster hunter and wow it's like mostly planning and making sure everybody does what they're supposed to do okay and also having you know good loot but right and monster hunter it's mostly skill so in the end which game do you prefer i prefer monster hunter but i i like them both Right. Uh, there, uh, but I, I would say if you're a big WoW player, you would like Monster Hunter mm. if you can get past the hump. Mm. Interesting. What about vice versa? Uh, yeah, I think vice versa works also. You know, Monster. I, I'm scared to play WoW. I still WoW, play WoW is a incredibly well designed game, and even if you don't like MMOs, you should still try it. Mm. Okay. Um. Uh. Same person. Another question. Uh. What are your wishes predictions for the next big installment of Monster Hunter? I want oh, a next gen version. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I want to see like all the crazy lighting. I want to like I just want to see like all these monsters with rain dripping down and like all yeah, cool shit. It it pushes the hardware. Like I mean looking yeah. at this that's one thing we didn't talk too much about this time. We talked about before 
the graphics and the sound and everything this is like ridiculous pushing the envelope like it's unbelievable some of the stuff you're seeing on a psp here i mean we were talking about a freaking tiny little mustache on your your feline (laughs) as like part of his costume like every part of it is just designed so well Mm -hmm. and the art direction for these games is something that i think should appeal to everyone it's almost like i would say almost western like yeah yeah, monsters the Mm -hmm. armor all of the stuff it almost looks like a western game and like a really kick-ass looking yeah try western game i think the best looking wii game i've seen is by miles ridiculous it looks so good for a wii game Mm -hmm. like the swamp especially whatever that i forgot what it's called the real name but i I think it's like when you get to the the level with the swamp like the graphics are out of this world and it's all because it's not obviously not the hardware it is totally art direction right and they do the same thing with the psp version this game looks beautiful i mean the production values are I, there was in try there was a dvd that came with the, with the uh the japanese one and they like talk about how they waited for an alligator to make a noise for like th- three <laughs> yeah. days or something wow. seriously yeah, and like, i need to play that oh it's i mean watch that really amazing it's like mm-hmm. really impressive and the music which you'll hear in this episode is also just fucking awesome right. oh the music is incredible yeah try had an amazing soundtrack and there's only a bit of new music in portable third a lot of it is recycled from try which is disappointing and let me just new. let me just mention uh so jen moran is in this game right? yes so that is like a mountain of a monster for people who don't know that's like what totally sold me on monster hunter again yeah. was playing try and playing this quest where you and i were playing at jj we didn't really know what we were doing right and we're uh, suddenly we're on this sand boat where you're sand running around yeah. everywhere else yeah you're on this uh, skiff like riding across the sand and this fucking monster the size of a mountain rises up and we're like what the fuck is going on people are like launching cannons we're uh, cannonballs at it we're like okay we'll yeah. just do that and then we saw it we're like holy shit I, I that guy just jumped on top of it you can ride on top we're of like it. what he just jumped on top of it yeah. no i just saw him like jump on top of it and so we like jumped on top of it yeah. you're fucking like picking minerals out of the back back. of this thing it's that big and that huge and then you fight it as it's lurching towards you just amazing epic the music is swelling unbelievable that is one of the like five best boss battles of any game the last ten minutes when you're about to beat the the guy when the the, the theme music comes in and you're like like, oh fuck yes yes you you shoot the the fucking harpoons so do yourself a favor and google or YouTube actually search for Jen J-H-E-N uh, moron m-o-h-r-a-n yeah. and uh check that out i'm excited to see him in, right I, I can't believe they got that on a psp but i know i'm like really say, curious how that's yeah, gonna be yeah they do amazing stuff with the uh with the graphics so future predictions i would hope that a the online functionality which we talked about earlier gets uh added and improved mm-hmm. um even on try i thought it could have been better getting together talking Definitely, together yeah. Um, uh, probably people in the US and, and uh, Europe a lot of people don't even know like in Japan you had 10 people in the lobbies right. like there's only right. 4 people in the lobbies over there which made it so hard to play because you basically you couldn't wait around for anybody like uh, if the lobby's full you can't right. get in it's yeah. like great it's, localization though amazing yeah. <laughs> amazing yeah. Chancha was hilarious uh, <laughs> hilarious um, I would say also controls could be better and um yeah, just like next gen. Another thing about next gen, I think the monster, the tells, and the different levels uh, that a monster is hurt and where it's hurt and how it's hurt could be more subtle, even more different. Right. Um, yeah, we haven't talked a lot about the monster, so this probably seems like a good time to do so. I mean, I think that is also one of the game's biggest selling points, right? Or one of the biggest appeals, I would say, anyway, is that like the monsters behave like incredibly realistically. Like every monster, especially from Try On, yeah. Try especially, mm. has amazing monster design. Like they act and 
they, they move and act like just like 40 foot long uh, yeah. dragon <laughs> well, they're, they're koala ma- bunny <laughs> bear thing let's just settle that okay there's a new monster in, in, in portable third called mm-hmm. uh, what's his name Urukususu and Urukusus. he is a rabbit like if you have a ha- I mean he looks koala. exactly like koala. a rabbit and JJ for some reason have you ever seen a koala I, you have asked me this 18 times today yes I have <laughs> look at the look at its face look at its claws so here let's it's let's koala. let the people settle this yeah. uh, we'll put a picture up on uh, yes. 8-4.jp and uh, people can me. settle it. We'll link to it, and people can vote. Yeah. I mean, the ears are the same shape; they're longer. What do you, what do you have there, Hiroko? You got you printed out something. Yeah. So, well, um, I may regret asking. This. <laughs> mm. So this is from a website. Um, Japanese website. Japanese website. It's like the um, what do you call these guys? Um, these guides. Oh, oh. Uh, strategy guides. Yeah. Okay. Oh. So it's like a strategy website. Mm-hmm. Um, and it says in this it says Urukususu is a rabbit. Yes, <laughs> that is not the, a koala. The appearance is the, uh, like a rabbit, and they move like a penguin. Oh, it, you know it does have a it penguin does. like it slides around. Yeah, like yeah, a guess, yeah you're That's right. True. That, that is true. That's interesting. Wait, but is that yeah. official description right there, or is that just <laughs> no, a dude? That's just okay, it can't thing. be. A, That's yeah, other people who are official. We're gonna we the people speak. He looks like a rabbit. That is not a koala. Thank you. I'm sorry, JJ. You guys are blind. He's okay, got a yeah. koala's no nose. Yeah. That's all. Yeah, got. let's let's put it up on the website. Okay, okay. okay. Well, you, you guys will decide. Anyway, uh, let's keep talking about the monsters a little bit. Actually, we really haven't talked about them, right? So, this game has what? How many new monsters over um, the previous? A lot of them are taken from Try. Mm-hmm. So, if you've played Try, you're going to see a lot of monsters you saw before. Which Except is... for Lagiacrus and Gobble. I know two of my favorites from mm-hmm. Try because Lagia they Chris were water. E- Mainly water monsters. Lego Chris is easily the best design monster. The design the series, in Tri was really, really good. Yeah. yeah. So um, there's uh, a lot of the monsters from Tri. Almost all of them return actually, and then there is what maybe seven, six or seven new monsters mm. in Portable Third. What do you think, JJ? I mean, I the new monsters are kind of okay. I mean, they're pretty cool, but they they didn't strike me the way the Tri monsters did. Like. Yeah. Yeah, right? Uh, you know, I, I think Armored Armadillo, as we're calling him right now. <laughs> we have nicknames for all the monsters, yeah. by the way. So, yeah, there's like there's Winnie the Blue, who's this bear thing. It's blue uh, bear. Oh, uh, his real There's name. Desert Gobble, who is like a big mouth that comes out of the sand. <laughs> desert right. Gobble. He's basically the replacement for Gobble. He's like a desert version of Gobble's kind of a sandworm. And armored, a Ar- armored Armadillo is like this this uh, giant armadillo that flips around all the places, Rangurotora. all over the place. Uh, Rangurotora. Yeah, and he. Uh, um, so he bounces around the yeah, he can uh, paralyze you and stuff like that. Do, do you know all their names? No, because they well, all look the same to me. I, I know that's they, so fucking racist. Yeah. <laughs> or what do I you call it? I don't believe you just said that. <laughs> I can't believe you just said that <laughs> on this podcast. It's, it's a bit ironic since I just finished my work on. Uh, about how all Asians look the same. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Basically. No, um, <laughs> I, you know, you you learn the names. They're mostly gibberish. Let's run them down but... real quick, okay? There's seven new monsters. There's Awashida, which is uh, Winnie the Blue, Winnie the as Blue. we call him, which is the first kind of new monster you encounter. He's just a bear. He's all right. He likes honey. He goes. He, and eats he honey. goes and eats honey to revive. He's not bad. He's an interesting design, but he's not incredibly special. He doesn't yeah. have a lot of attacks. I was actually looking at his design before playing the game. I was thinking he was going to be a lot more fearsome than he was. Right. 
there's Udakususu, the rabbit. Uh, uh, koala rabbit. And um, he's interesting. I didn't like him. He, he slides around. But now that you mention that he's like a penguin, that actually, it does. We fought him first in an arena quest, mm. which isn't the snow. And he was sliding yeah. around like a penguin. So it was like, why is this it's dude sliding, sliding around? on his stomach, right? Right, right exactly. Yeah, that's what it says here. But he's an interesting. Um, there's the armored armadillo, which is Rangorotora, who's, he's kind of cool. He spins up into a ball and then bounces around. Yeah. Um, there's Haparo Boka. I don't even know how to say that. We haven't fought him yet. He's the big, badass brute river. Oh, wyvern. he's the, uh, um, uh, the one who looks... Shadow of the Colossus boss. Right. He's got like the big ram horns. He looks very cool. <laughs> he has like grass growing on him and stuff like that. There's uh, a jaggy slash baggy um, Great Froggy! Called... <laughs> froggy. He's not really a frog, but his name <laughs> looks like Great Froggy. Um... <laughs> And then there's actually I just I got that mixed up by the way. Do- Doboroberku is the brute wyvern. Um, oh, okay. Haparoboka is another one. That's the the land goblin. That's yeah, land goblin. And then Jinogre, who's the kind of flagship monster, who's basically Lagier Cruz. He's a wolf kind of version, but he's like a wolf. Yeah, yeah. Bear he's the cover cover model. He's the cover yeah. model exactly. He's a lightning thing. Which actually, people probably don't know the cover model is not really the ultimate final guy right. of no. the game. No, um, yeah. In pretty much There's any always a flagship of, uh, monster, in, but he's in not the second right. G was right. what is Nakura Garuka or whatever. Well, I call him Nicaragua. But <laughs> Nicaragua. Yeah, yeah. I saw, I saw that. He's like, a pan- he's like a panther. He's pretty badass. Okay, actually. enough of the fancy, uh, fascinating, endless monster rundown. Yeah. Let's, um, in short, though, I would just say the monsters <laughs> cool. Not as good as I was hoping. I was hoping there would be a little more. Try yeah, had the best sure. monsters. I agree with that. It, are the, the the fucking and really annoying sand bullshit quests? No, back? from Freedom Unite. You mean? Yes. No, no. I mean the, okay. the, the sand God. guys from Try are back, but they're not as bad. Yeah. So for people who don't know, there were these quests. There were these enemies that burrowed into the sand that you had to like hit while they were burrowed under the sand and get them to come up and then you'd have a couple seconds to hit them and then they burrow back under I probably oh, quit that game once at least those. because of them they were right. horrible so you tedious bastards. you basically had to bring like 10,000 sound sound bombs to beat so, them, so. fucking <laughs> tedious okay okay um, uh, back Sorry to the questions yes. um, we're uh, we're a little over halfway through them from Facebook uh, Benjamin Alfonso Gamacho Garcia asks um <laughs> Awesome I hope man. you're the ones who finally convinced me to buy it. I still have some doubts about my hardcoreness for some games. Uh, it's not really even a like question. Like, if my wife can play it, come on. There you, you can go. play it. It's, it's worth a, a try. Be a I man. Mean, I thought these people were, like... Well, it's like we said. It's weird. Crack, uh, some people are hardcore that play it. Some mm. people are actually here or casual that play it. But right. if you don't understand japanese you are gonna have to be seriously hardcore right. to play portable third anyway yeah but start like let's say okay i hear this podcast i've never played a monster hunter before what's the one to pick up try try yeah oh totally yeah. try is give the try a try beginner. <laughs> well especially if you're overseas because that's the by far the most accessible english and version. the best localized right okay we did it like four times that is easily the most accessible version i think it's a really right. good starting point yeah for sure right okay um Hacker alias Ryan Payton. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what that stands for. Uh, confirm or deny in 2008 at Mark McD through his PSP across the apartment, raging over portable second, swearing off Monster Wait, slow Hunter down, Slow down, slow down. Say that. What, what happened in 2008? Uh, well, he said through his PSP across his apartment, raging over second G, um, swearing off Monster Hunter forever. Oh, I don't yeah. remember swearing off Monster Hunter forever. So you, did you, you actually it throw it across but the apartment? I think or? I did, yeah. Yeah, you did. I remember really? this. Did you yes. break it? <laughs> no, I didn't. I'm kind of surprised I would do that, because uh, actually... The, You're not a violent person. The last game I did the, such a thing with was, to mention it again, Resident Evil Outbreak. The oh, last really? controller I broke 
was a Resident <laughs> Evil outbreak. Wow. Really? Yeah. Um, I thought I several times I thought you were gonna break something with Geometry Wars. Yeah, um, that but, that would be the only oh. other game where I do it or Pac Man now. But yeah, PSP <laughs> like you, you really shouldn't throw it. But Furu Furu. <laughs> I, I don't even I like went into a blind <laughs> rage. I, I broke my DS Lite hinge three years ago during uh, during a Mario Kart game. Oh really? Yeah, back in university, I would play with all my friends, and then that, that that's one of those games where loser you, got his pubes changed. Where you lose <laughs> like in the last ten seconds of a whole race, right? And it pissed me off so badly. I'm like, fuck this, and I tried to close it, and it just broke. Wow, oh, shit! You don't know your own spider strength. Right. Right. Um. Uh, wow hacker alias crotch master um, <laughs> asks do you think the next monster hunter is a shoe in for psp2 or will it go to the 3ds that um, is a really good question yeah that's mm. gonna be fun to see that is a good question because i think up until now it's been a psp series a it became popular on the psp but also mm. b i think they would have done it on the ds but it requires such a big you can compromise yeah, really right right well. It was like it started out on the PS2 and then it went to Wii and like the the leap back and forth to PSP is rather easy. To DS it would have been hard. 3DS should have no problem with it. Yeah, though. I'd be super curious to what they do now because there's no reason not to, right? You're gonna have a way bigger install audience for sure. Well, but that well in Japan, right? Worldwide right. for sure. Right. It, but that said, like, would they? I mean, this this series is so attached right. to mm. PlayStation. Would right. they pull? Uh, a, a, a Final Fantasy, right. a Dragon Quest, right. and actually bounce to somewhere else, or would they do I, both? I, I wouldn't really call curious. it bouncing. I mean, it's been on every manufacturer's system already. It so. might, well, yeah, but really, kind of not. It's technically it's been on the 360, but not really. The it's one where they a, make all their money is the, the PSP. The best question is why wouldn't they put it on 3DS? Well, here's a why they wouldn't put it on 3DS. I think is because. Uh, I mean, I kind of hope they do, but I think a really good reason not to is because they're going to have little competition on PSP2 to just clean up that market. Whereas 3DS, everyone and their mother is going to be putting their big games out. I mean, out good point. You don't there. have Nintendo to go go against. Exactly. You, and you're not competing Sony with do. anyone. Yeah. Yeah. The PSP may as well be the Monster Hunter portable machine because exactly. that's what it is in Japan. Yeah. So. Yeah. But if yeah. they're coming out with like two Resident Evil games, one of them which is supposed to be very socially driven, it kind of makes you think. Well, that's yeah. competition right there, though, yeah. too. It's like, well, well again, with themselves or yeah. and well, and also, how much does Sony play ball with them? You know, with these right, like right. limited edition PSPs and pack-ins and whatever. Like, Sony needs them way more yeah. than Nintendo. Yeah. You, you know, Sony's fighting for that franchise. Like, you know, try going to Wii was a big surprise. Big surprise. That like, said, try going to Wii could you know really signal. I mean, maybe right. it'll go uh, right. multi. I don't right. know. Yeah, probably on all all handhelds. I think game.com. Yep. Um, all right. Uh, let's see. Hacker alias Aaron Knights has a few questions here. Um, what's the history behind the franchise in Japan? Has it risen to popularity only recently? So we went through the history earlier, but the sales numbers as um, Alex sales age Aniel was so kind to to pull up. That was your original nickname before right. you started. <laughs> and actually, the, the numbers really do tell the tale. Like. Yeah, it's, it's actually really interesting. So um, these are Famitsu sales numbers. Um, the original original uh, PS2 Monster Hunter sold about 300,000 in Japan. And then uh, Monster Hunter G, about another 250, which is not bad. These are PS2 games. These mm. are PS2 games. Not bad, but not a blowout. Not yeah. even like um, Resident Evil Outbreak did way was, better than yeah. that. Um, but... Then it comes out, Monster Hunter Portable comes out, does over a million. 
and on the PSP, which was like, whoa, okay, wait, maybe we have something here. So meanwhile, Monster Hunter Dose 2 comes out again on the PSP and does almost close to 600,000. That's PS2. Yeah. Oh, and that, did I say PSP? And yeah. it took a year for the first portable to kind of get there. Right. It wasn't it, immediate. Right. It wasn't immediate. It was like a, it was like a burn. Yeah, that's a, that's a really good point. Then Monster Hunter Portable 2 comes out, oh, does 1.7, almost 2, and then 3G hits, and that's when it kind of explodes. I mean, there was a first kind of, uh, you know, blow up into uh, on the first PSP edition, but Monster Hunter Portable 2 did 1.7, like I said, second G did uh, 2.5 million, and then the second G, the best, just which is just like the greatest hits version of it itself did over a million uh, on its own and then they did a reprint of it that did another half million so that's a total that's crazy for second g of over four million yeah so going from three hundred thousand to four million right it's ridiculous so like people it was portability that made this game it yeah. was portability and playing socially i think that's your best proof of anything mm-hmm. it's really weird in japan because it's not online but it's almost like it might as well have been you right. know it was like you know, it was well. Halo was already big, but it was like Halo Two. Boom! Suddenly, everybody could play it online. Or, right. I mean, it was mm-hmm. really a really big explosion. And, and John, you mentioned earlier about it being kind of like the Call of Duty going on here. And I think that's not too far off of a thing. It's like mm-hmm. a cultural phenom. It's right. in the zeitgeist. It's totally. it's everywhere, kind of thing. Yep. Um, mainstream entertainers will talk about it. Yep. And that sort of thing. It's kind of hard to imagine uh, being from the West, but it really is freaking everywhere. Yep. Um, and then uh, Monster Hunter Portal 3rd, like we said, just did over 2 million. Um, and for people wondering, um, Try on the Wii did... Did uh, it ever break a million It broke Japan? a million. It did. Oh, it did. Yeah, okay. yeah, it did. Um, and uh, Monster Hunter G, which is a really old game, but uh, was sold with the demo for Try. Uh, uh, did yeah. a little over 200,000. So, yeah, so it really it was the portable games. You could argue it was uh, the first Monster Hunter Portable that that broke it open mm. and now you see all these copycat games right. trying to i mean even even Lord metal gear yeah. oh well metal gear yeah metal gear the last went. metal gear game is Portable, not a coincidence uh, peace walker peace walker that it's four player that it you know it has such a you can play a solid snake in uh, portable third can't you fight tigrex in in uh and and you can do that both and it's definitely not a coincidence at all to strike that market and you i mean you have a lot of other copycat games we talk about them a lot and in the ultimate irony now fantasy star online the ultimate irony isn't it fantasy star portable has come back around full circle and now imitates monster it's one of the number one monster hunter (laughs) imitators when basically that kind of created the the genre yeah on consoles anyway sad it'd be like if if street fighter 4 came out and was like a fatal fury uh like cologne Cologne or or something something. yeah Yeah. really really bizarre wow um, there's also God Eater Burst, which is like Bandai Namco's sort of, nah, which like is sort of like version. I think probably the number one sort of Monster Hunter clone in this. In like that, when there are not new Monster Hunter games to play, people play God Eater Burst. Sort of, but no, time. nowhere near as many people though. Nowhere near, but it still sells enough for them to make right. you know it's, turbo versions yeah. and have little festivals and shit. Oh, it um, sold well, yeah. Yeah, it sold a few hundred thousand. Um, which is interesting because you can make like a total. Well, I don't want to call it a total ripoff. I haven't played it, but you can basically make a clone and sell a few hundred thousand just because people are starving for more of the original. Right. Like that's right. how big Monster Hunter is. So uh, to end our, our uh, reader questions, Aaron Knights again, um, and this kind of plays off of what we'd like to see. I think in the next Monster Hunter a little bit. What would it take to make Monster Hunter a success in the West yes. or the U.S.? Um, 
he's Raging saying, Spaniard asked this a couple of weeks ago, and we they, said we'd come back to it. That's right, yeah. They mentions um, us talking about Lost Planet 2 about being Monster Hunter with guns, which I think it kind of was, but I'm not sure. It, it's what it should have been. failed on a lot yeah, of levels. Right. Um, do you think adding more of a shooter perspective would make it more successful? Are you surprised it hasn't taken off more in different parts of the world, etc., etc.? Um, what do you guys think about that? Um, you know, I think there's a... There are some things you can do that would be easy, but it would compromise the what's good about the game, like making the weapons not so uh, finicky and you don't want hard to, nerf to deal it with. In any yeah, way, but you just have to make it more accessible. I think. Right. I think they still are not making it, you know, an easy enough to get into for new right. new, new more explanation would be good. Well, the whole thing about we talked about being locked into animations and stuff like that. I mean, like. Can you not, with you know, the broadband the way that it is now, have a game where you and the monster are both reacting at a faster pace than they do in Monster Hunter? It's very that's true. It's not. It's almost like it's not. It is real time, but it's almost like it's not real time. It's you know because you get locked into this animation, and it's a couple seconds before you can do your next thing, mm-hmm. and. Really annoyingly, when you're fighting with other people, the small monsters, everybody doesn't see the small monsters at right. the same place at the same time. So, J, you know, JJ, I'm going to be playing with, is over carving what looks like nothing. He's down with his yeah. knife carving out of nothing. And for me, that dead monster is over someplace else. Right. It doesn't link up even the same on everybody's screen. Well, right. Better, better. I mean, that, that comes down to like pretty much better online, which would help right. sell it in America. I mean, the Wii version had good online for a Wii game but it's not like that's you know, a pretty big asterisk right so. exactly that's it's, the point it's it's good for a Wii game but not good for a game in the west right and right. Uh, and, and better graphics you know having it on a uh, a 360 or a PS3 would help mm. sell it especially if sure. it had graphics that you know ranked up there with the rest uh, of the games on the system you know I, I will say it has the style it, I, it does like, it, totally. it has yeah. it's not such I don't a good think, looking game yeah graphics I'm not worried about as far as I mean you're basically talking too. about it needs to come out on a I, modern I'm yeah, next gen. I'm talking about fidelity, this, right. like having right. you know all the effects and you know. And there are little things. I mean, coming out on Wii certainly didn't help it, but if that was on PS3 or whatever, and they did the four person lobby thing, for example, that would not have flown. No. And yeah. The voice chat. I mean, you need voice chat in a game like this badly. Right. The Wii version. They did put it in the US version. It was horrible. Yes. Wii speak is garbage. Thank One God of them, they discontinued yeah. or whatever. Like you couldn't even hear right. people. <laughs> it was so I mean, bad. that sort of thing. If it was there from the get go. Yeah. Like that's why Frontier to me is a big dis- so disappointing because it has so much potential. It's on a platform where right, people could exactly. actually embrace it, but then they put the shit game out instead of the good one, you know. Right. I think the yeah, the, the way that the party system works, the way people hook up and play is very archaic, right. it's very backwards. That would need to change, but I think ultimately it comes down to control and the first few hour experience. Yeah. You're just not going to have a successful right. game in the West if the game is not fun the first 30 minutes exactly mm-hmm. yeah and it's not i mean if you try to if you try to think about like the social circumstances in the u.s we don't have trains and then people don't certainly don't hang outside uh hang around outside convenience stores so <laughs> yeah you know when i think back to when i had the opportunity Speak to do for yourself. social what about gaming in front of 7-eleven <laughs> Right. Well, <laughs> but like back in my university days, we'd all get together on our breaks and we we'd only have an hour. Some people might have less than that. And playing a game like Mario Kart would be very easy. But if you think about Monster Hunter and how steep the learning curve is, you know, mm-hmm. if you want to if you value your time, you know, you could be studying like Monster Hunter <laughs> is just not why are we even playing video games going why are we to be I study? Yeah. that game. Mm-hmm. And, no, but I agree. Yeah. I think it needs a, a 
like you know it needs to be able to ease you in a lot of people you know everybody here the first time they played it hated it and I think that's, that's pretty much yes, anybody's that's experience. Yes. It needs to give yeah. you a taste of the awesome yeah. right. early. And, and like I so desperately want people to get that. Because right. I, mean, I, I was so excited about this game coming out. And I'm actually not disappointed. Is amazing. Like the fact that I've it actually mostly lived up to what I was expecting. Right. Portable 3rd, I mean. Is incredible. Like it is so awesome to play. Yeah. But like I, it's just hard to get that it, across. It needs like, instant gratification. Yeah. I would be interested to see them do like take this kind of Monster Hunter template and throw it into modern times or give people guns or well that's what i was gonna say make it make it a shooter like right what it has that's amazing is the level of depth to the loot Mm -hmm. and and the armor and how you get it and Mm -hmm. how it reflects in other people and the design and everything like that if you did what i thought lost planet 2 was going to be which is that but in a third person shooter these huge bosses that are only possible in next gen more than four people yeah you really got to communicate you really have to band together and that the you know less loading less feeling like this is a room that's a room right. just these fucking giant monsters are f- stomping around the world you're doing that hunting that with other people i think that w- could be really really big i want to see mm. somebody do that i wish somebody would i want somebody it'd be cool if it was in japan but if it has to be in the west so be it i want somebody to rock band Monster Hunters, right? Beat Mania, exactly. Beat Mania exactly. or Guitar Freak, that is or whatever. I want to somebody yep. to take what it was the core cool idea here and actually make it even just appeal to the that, West. Like yeah. light bulb, like yeah, Rock Band basically took a Japanese concept and made gazillions of dollars off it. What are you people waiting for? Right. Like, do this with Monster Hunter, right? Mm-hmm. Or you know, Monster Hunter 2010, the final fight. There we go. <laughs> um, Why don't we take a break? A break. I think uh, we're about yeah, done we're here. But yeah. well, we'll wrap it up. Let's, Let's take a take break. A really and then we'll come long back break. and wrap it up. Yeah, we we, we got to play more music. <laughs> All right. Let's take a break. Be right back. Break. Hopefully you enjoyed that little uh, musical interlude um, because that's pretty much it for this episode. So uh, if you made it this far, congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. You actually might like Monster Hunter. Yeah. Because right. I know. You just made it through two hours of podcast about something that you don't really play. So maybe you can give a game 10 hours uh, that it might pay off later that yeah. you don't really <laughs> enjoy. Mm. You deserve um, a reward. You yes. do deserve, uh, deserve a reward. And mm-hmm. we actually have something for you. Don't tell other people about it (laughs) only you because you've listened this long so we have four monster hunter uh uniqlo t-shirts and and to explain these are not like american like hot topic crappy (laughs) i'm gonna gonna, gonna zelda your your butt or whatever t-shirts these are you know high quality yeah uh really designed yeah just like really awesome looking t-shirts that's a good point so they're and the two of us here are already wearing them at the table that's true um so we have those four and uh we were talking about different things to do but what we decided upon was uh, for those people that um, follow all of us, that's um, all five of us here at this table. And including 
Eight four play and and that's right at eight four play <laughs> and send us some kind of acknowledgement. You can make it you know vague or whatever you like. Just that you listen to this part of the entire episode. Alex had a secret number, very much like lost, <laughs> worked out. If you type in, uh, I don't know if we'll go that far. Thirty six forty two sixteen. Uh, but if you let us know somehow that you made it to the end of the episode, don't make it too obvious. We're gonna choose randomly uh, from people and uh, next month it'll probably take a while but we will actually send you one of these four t-shirts so Mm -hmm. let us know uh, on Twitter you've got all of our names if not go back and listen to it again Um, for all other feedback that may or may not win contest prizes later um, you can find us on oneup.com the message boards there uh, neogaf.com there's usually a thread about the latest episode mm. or of course uh, at our home base at 8-4.jp there's a place for comments there uh, sometimes we have links and other little bits of trivia and whatnot uh, on our website that aren't anywhere else so anyhow that is it for our special holiday uh, monster <laughs> hunters baganza happy holidays everyone happy Hanukkah yeah. happy Hanukkah it might happy be Hanukkah. It's actually, I think it's already happy holidays right so uh, yeah happy holidays to you wherever you are and uh, until the next episode uh, what uh, we don't have anybody to take us out now shit. so <laughs> Alex you're the most rare person here give it give it to us okay I'm gonna imitate one of the monsters alright do it <laughs>